man, I felt sorry for that dude, but you know what you gonna do? I had to lay that down. <laughs> <laughs> what? That n lay you down. Hey, brother, I don't know what fight you was at. That n got a couple licks in, sure, but I was like, BIP! <laughs> man, I put the pussy on the chain wax. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy on the chain wax. Hmm? Is that a thing? Well, yeah, that, yeah, it's a, that's a that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, that's something. Okay. Yeah, I put the pussy on the chain wax. Pussy on the chain wax. I said I put the pussy on the chain wax. I put the pussy on the chain wax. Pussy coming in. This is the chain wax. I'm putting you on it. Hold up. I just um, Google pussy on the chain wax. No results. Man, um, why are you Googling? No, I'm just saying, pussy on the chain wax. Not an expression. Yeah, it is. It is. Yes, thank you. It's something. Leo, yeah. What, what, what does it mean, then? What does it mean? I'll tell you what it means. It, don't, it don't. means that... Is that you put the pussy on the table! Okay, have either the two of you, have you ever said the words pussy on the chain wax in any context? Us? He talking to you, man. He ain't talking to me. Hey, man, it's not our fault that you ain't never put that pussy on the chain No one can put the pussy on the chain wax because pussy on the chain wax ain't a thing. You trying to start a thing, aren't you? What? I mean, what are you talking about trying to start a thing? A thing. Like, off the hook, or I'm going to put you on blast. You try and get it in the ether, so everybody out there saying pussy on the chain wax? Man, why are you doing this? Why are you looking up what I'm saying and, and fact-checking my ass and You keep saying some that doesn't exist, and you got thing one and thing two corroborating your story like it does. And you, why are you lying then? It's bullshit. I have a question for you guys and don't don't answer it it like don't okay answer it but don't say why you're you're responding this way mm-hmm. as to not influence anybody else so okay, else. if you were like president like the former president obama or secretary clinton or whatever and you like just still living your life and you have like secret service and stuff. How would you want them to address you? Would you still want them to say President Obama or like Secretary Clinton? Or would you say, no, just call me Brittany or whatever? Yeah, just call me Brittany because I'm not that. Nope, no, nope, don't say oh, why. Oh, shit. Just call me Brittany. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, think, oh. I think I'm comfortable with uh, just call me Isaac. Mm-hmm. Okay. Omar. Conflicted. <laughs> <laughs> I like titles. And when I lose one, I feel hurt. Nigga. Look, if you're the Secret Service person. Call me, sir. You stupid. <laughs> if you're the Secret Service person and you're my regular Secret Service person and they're not right. like um, rotating these motherfuckers out, 
Like you've almost made it to Sunday dinner, nigga. Like you right, always you're like there. You're family point. now. Like you're that little. You know, you're not no What's dog, not no pet, but like you're an extension of the family at this point. You know, you guard me, you protect my life, and you're with me twenty four seven. You do not have to address me. What about like you? Question, but wait, question. Wait, 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 were you, wait, 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 wait. I want to clarify the question, but is it? That that situation, like Brittany described, or in general, just general. You you know, well, you're the former person. So yeah, so you're former, and then also. But how if, close am I with? You know what I mean. I want to know, like, is there like guy? Like, are we talking about someone that I've known for years, or? Well, they on you the would, regular, like on the regular. What I think talking? they get to keep them. I presume, yeah, or like, okay. So let's say you just got this motherfucker, but they didn't told you he finna be that one like you don't get rotated out like he's gonna be your regular well that's what i'm asking like like is it like just got him though if i just got him they have to address me by my title so when does he get to graduate when i tell him to okay when i'm like we become friends and i feel close enough right (laughs) right like you don't just come up to me like you know me like you don't know me (laughs) now wait a minute what about you though casey because like you didn't you didn't give us your response i didn't i think that i would like um Secretary Smith. Mm. Yep. Really? Who the yeah. hell is Smith? That's my last name, my nigga. No, it's not. It's Alana. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what's on your social. Why you got a fake name on your social media, buddy? Just relax. <laughs> Just like Isaac is Paul. His last name. He got two first names. It's not. Right. <laughs> but no, I I think just like when you earn a certain title. Wait a minute. Like- Smith is such a fake name. That's not your real name. Can I see your... <laughs> where your birth certificate is? <laughs> I don't know. It's, I'm going to need you to produce it. No, nah, I'm good. Were um, you born in Hawaii? No. <laughs> Shut up. We need to learn something about you today. <laughs> you got a fake last name. I do. <laughs> and this no. accent, what am I... It's not a... Uh, where is this... Where are you from? Are you talking about me? Mm-hmm. Don't... First of all, you this have an about accent. Me. You have an this, accent. I'm this protecting is, East Canada. First off, <laughs> Casey does not have an accent. I don't. It's very progressive for a black person. Progressive. See, this have. is why. You have a progressive accent. <laughs> right. That's this is dumb. For a black person. <laughs> you sound very liberal. <laughs> you sound really well spoken for a black person. Yeah, no, you're, but, but. You're definitely a credit to your race. But where are you from, actually? <laughs> listen, listen. To tap back into your initial question, I don't know 100% what the context was. And, and I know you're going somewhere with it. But. To Omar's point, if they are kind of new, yeah. Sometimes calling me, you know, Mr. Austin or Mr. Paul. Actually, I hate it when people call me Mr. Paul. That sounds so weird. But that's so on your social media page. No, though. no, I'm Isaac Paul. Like that's. But that's a, on your a, social media. But page. your last name is Austin. That's yeah. a stage name. You know, right? No, but people assume your last name is Paul. Well, that's well, what you know what they say happens page. when you assume, yeah. but. You but, make your ass out of you and me, right? <laughs> and now, what I what I what I don't. Oh, the reason I wouldn't want them calling me Isaac too soon is because right. they'll get too familiar, mm-hmm. and I don't need you sleeping on the job. Like you know, what I'm saying if niggas is out here trying to get me. I need you to look at me as a commodity. Like, I got to protect this commodity, Mr. Austin. Like, you're working. Like, I don't want them to be sitting there chilling, you know, you know, on social media or sending me memes 
and I got a, a red dot on my chest. And you didn't pay attention to that because you was busy sending me something from Instagram. Like, mm. no, I need you to understand that this is work. So you thinking like man on fire. Like, right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> right. What's greasy or greasy or Gre- greasy? Right. Well, uh, I got, I remember reading this thing a while back about how like this, um, and I don't remember where I saw it or if this was a story someone told me. So I could be making this whole thing up. But uh, there was like a, a doctor who, um, you know, someone had called him doctor. Let's just say Dr. Jones. And he was, you know, there is a my last name. <laughs> Dr. Right. Shivago. Sorry. Um, and he just or she just responded. Oh, you can call me Tammy or whatever her name was. And someone said no you really should require people to call you dr jones because first of all Again. there's it's it's one of those things where so many of our kids don't see enough black doctors or they don't oh. um you know like we so this was sometimes a trick question it wasn't no i just think that like sometimes it's it wasn't a trick but i do think that sometimes we downplay um the the things that we've accomplished um to make uh, the people around us feel comfortable Mm. Uh, I think some people I don't think that's a black issue but I do I don't think so either but I I do agree with what you're saying and we may want to be more intentional about it we do need to see more influential black people with prestigious titles because that will inspire the youth right if they see how they operate I totally agree with that conversation right Brittany tell us about your elevator story at Northwestern oh my god (laughs) very amused by this is this the reason you were going to segment into that no, no not at all i just thought of it earlier this morning and i was Are like you I bullshitting me no <laughs> i feel like you bullshitting me like tell okay. your story Brittany. so all right look i love my people and i ride for y'all all day long okay but this was the one time i want to say the very one time the only time ever that i've ever really been fucking embarrassed by my motherfucking people and I felt like I needed like there was no explanation that could be given it's just more so like I'm gonna pretend like this shit just didn't happen so I'm in Northwestern leaving the doctor's office and so the way that the building is set up like the hospital is bridged across the street so you got the professional building on one side and got the hospital on the other so it's like fucking lunchtime and it's packed it's crowded the elevator is pumping. So I get on the elevator at the 18th floor and we pack all I'm in sorry, there. Like, what does the elevator pumping mean? Like for the people that just there. don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like if you don't know what a fucking elevator pumping means. What does that even mean? I don't think anyone knows what it means. <laughs> it means what it is. It's pumping. It I never be- is, get on the elevator like it's pumping in here. <laughs> it's busy. Nigga. Okay. Jesus great. fucking Christ. So anyway, so These I get on at the fucking 18th floor. Okay, okay boomer. And whatever. And it's crowded as fuck. We in there. That's I noticed. Uh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I noticed right away. Okay, because, you know, it's, it's Northwestern and we're downtown Chicago. So it's like, yeah. It's pumping. I was like the only like black person standing there waiting on the elevator. I get on the elevator and I noticed right away. You know, boop boop is two other black people on the elevator. Cool. It we can spot each other from a mile away, right? 
So on the pumping elevator. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. So but Omar, we're not doing this all day. I'm no, gonna we not. tell you that we shit not. right now. So but you start I'm making up front, terms and shit, Jane. I hope they catch on the on the podcast. Oh, we're gonna call it out. <laughs> I'm at the front of the elevator, right? And so um I look over. I'm at the and I'm I at the Popeyes and it's pumping, right? <laughs> and I know what the fuck that means. And I know what that means. That, that makes sense. So annoying. This is your terminology. Whatever. So, <laughs> and I hope it catch. You hope it catch. <laughs> I think it's the pussy on He's the like, J-Wax. Hey, stop trying to make fetch happen. <laughs> right. You know? So, okay. So, I'm on there. And then um, the, there's a, a younger boy. He got to be about like 11 or 12. Uh, this is a little black kid the black kid right and then behind him is an older woman who could have been his grandmother or his mother she just looked really old okay. and i also noticed that they had luggage like actual fucking luggage right on wheels so i was just like um man i wonder where the fuck they coming from but i'm in my phone or whatever now um as the elevator is descending it's stopping at every floor because people are trying to get on the elevator. However, there's no room on our elevator and everybody on the elevator is trying to get off at one or two, right? So as is descending, they're getting agitated because Ascending or descending? Descending. Okay. It's they're getting agitated because it's stopping damn near to every floor. So I can hear them kind of kicking up like oh. Uh-huh. You talking about the yeah. black the black people, lady right. in, so okay. the black, the black people were lady frustrated yes. that they weren't getting to their floor fast right enough, on so, a pumping elevator yes That's so it's yes so it's um, crowded as fuck but it's quiet everybody is quiet it's like super quiet you can hear everything that's going on so we can hear their frustration growing at every floor that it's stopping at, right? So I'm like, so this is like a myself. passive aggressive elevator yes. right there where you just okay. So, so they were most likely in a rush. The black Absolutely. family Absolutely. were in a right, rush, right. okay, or just not used to that type of environment. Mm. Were they it's African downtown. or no? They black. It's just they was downtown. It's well, black the hospital, people are African, and but okay, okay. Here we continue. go. Continue. So, <laughs> right, this story's so, getting longer and longer. <laughs> We so, gonna stretch it out to four o'clock. Jesus Christ! <laughs> After we finish this story, I can go home. <laughs> oh my God. So, um, I'm starting to grow anxious because I'm like, please don't say no ignorant shit. Because at first I wasn't paying attention, mm-hmm. but then as they're getting more agitated, I'm like, ah, here we go. Because the niggas slipping out. They like, man, come on, man. You know, like, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Wait, the little kid was saying this. The eight-year-old yeah, kid was yes, talking this way. Yes, he like, man. Come Maybe on, he like, wasn't a kid. No, he was. He could have been an sure. adult. <laughs> No, he could have little know, person syndrome. Uh-uh. Omar, you know how these kids are nowadays. They right, grown as hell. they grown as fuck. They shouldn't be speaking like he was that. Damn, they shouldn't, height. but they do. And that motherfucker was like eleven. He had to be like eleven or twelve. You could see the baby. He had in a his cigarette face. in his pocket. No, <laughs> like, so I'm thinking smoke. to myself now, like, please just keep it together until you get the fuck off, right? So we're finally growing near their stop, right? They're getting off on two. The rest of us are getting off on one. So. As we're getting close to their to their floor, his grandma slash mom, whoever she is, says, hey, make sure you say excuse me before you get off. So he kind of looked at her to acknowledge that he heard her. Okay, and so we get to their floor. The young man says, excuse me. Those of us Was in front. Was he a front, kid or a young man? He's I'm, a kid. I'm trying to picture him. So he says, excuse me. And so... 
those of us in front, we start moving to get out of his ways because they got this luggage. He gets off and she did not hear him say, excuse me. So she goes, (laughs) if I didn't hear you say, excuse me, (laughs) then you didn't say it. Right. He gets so irritated and so pissed off. He turns around like mid walk with this fucking (laughs) with this luggage. This bitch is still walking out the elevator. He turns around in the most disrespectful tone and he turned his fucking face up. You know how we be fucking around and we'll mess up, you know, you know, play around with, you know, handicapped people. Like if we trying to Mm -hmm. say you slow, we'll say it in a fucked up tone. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you slow? Like, kind of like, kind of like Trump did that time. But you do that shit amongst familiar company. You know what I'm saying? Not in an elevator downtown. That's or pumping. Eerie. That's pumping. This motherfucker That's turned around. He turned around. <laughs> he said, Uncle, excuse me. Loud Stop as it. fuck. <laughs> Loud <laughs> as fuck. And his face was fucked up. He did the hand gesture. Oh, goodness. And all I could do was drop my motherfucking head. And, and I wish you wasn't black no. at that moment. As much as you love being black, you like, I don't, I don't, no, no, no. We're not going to make this a black no, thing. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that was actually pretty classic. No, 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 no. That, that was not. probably. Because you don't know was, who's They were probably elevator. husband and wife, the, the two no, of them. No, no, like, <laughs> and his wife was annoying the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, shit, excuse me. What did you say? He had Benjamin Buttons Yeah, he's like, no, let me treat this bitch real quick. So I moved to the I love this story. I wish I was on the elevator. I moved to the back. Was pumping that was descending. The elevator doors closed, and all I could feel was everybody turned and looking at me like this was. A, I don't think that's true. Sketch on fucking Saturday Night Live, uh, no. and everybody is looking at me like, "Yep, that's one of yours." I don't think that's uh, true because that's I, almost I, like if you're in a, a white classroom and they start talking about slavery and you put your head down as <laughs> they start reading because you feel like everybody looking at you. Nobody. Like, man, I don't know these niggas, man. Why <laughs> what was fucked up about it? Is that feeling but it's really not here's true what's, what's fuck- going on people are just like but no here's what's fucked up about it right where i took it mentally immediately you don't know who's on the elevator right and somebody on the elevator could have had a you know uh dysfunctional like changes yeah right, developmentally um impaired a mentally child, a, a mentally able child child mm. or brother or sister or parent or whatever right and so when you're in those culturally diverse scenarios and areas you got to be careful about the shit that you say just because you don't know what would offend the person sitting next to you you know what i mean mm-hmm. you don't know what they're going through so wait was this life. more of them of do you think this is more offensive that the child did this or are you more offended that the child did this because he was black like, like if like he was what, white what embarrassed you about it if he was white would you have felt the same way I wouldn't have been so fucked up by it. Like I took personal responsibility for this. So you felt like the black face on the, the elevator. The the the, the, nigga, face the, the representative. The representative. You did felt it. like you Jesse did it. Jackson. Let Tommy elevator. Boy right. do it. And then I would have been like, man, that's fucked up for him to say, and I would have been good. Like I would have been straight. But the fact that it was well, him. Well, let me ask you a question, and I'm not judging. How were they dressed? They, it was a very stereotypical situation. That's all I have to say. Mm. Very stereotypical situation. And, and how were you dressed? I was on my way to work. I was suited and booted. I was. You ready. were clean. I was good. So you wouldn't. You wouldn't have been associated with that. No, no, no. So no. you, fam, but you, 
I was associated. I was the only other no, nigga. No, but on I think if elevator. you were clean and they saw them, nah. if they were stereotypical, nah, they shit. people. I think they can tell the difference. I think they can tell. No, but they can tell the difference, but they don't give a fuck. No, trust me. They can tell the difference, but what they look at you and be like. I'm so glad you're one of the good ones, Britt. Right. right. It's right. like this. Basically, here's what the situation like you're was like. still one of them, but here's you're the one situation. Because here's Be like your type. Because here's the situation. It was just like when Oprah, they wouldn't let Oprah in the Gucci store, right? She didn't, she wasn't dressed as Oprah. So? She was dressed how Oprah dressed when she's not on television. Sweat and they're like, we all know this woman right here. And she's like, let me in. They let me in. <laughs> and they were like, man, we got robbed by somebody that looked just like you no the other day. Way. But if Oprah would have showed up at Oprah, Oprah, they would have shut the store down. Mm-hmm. And Oprah could have did what she want. So that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes. Say she looked like, uh, uh, who is she, Seely? Yeah, yeah, she, so she looked like Oprah. She was First Seeley. of all, Oprah <laughs> wasn't Seely in the color purple. Oh, she so was, uh, she uh, was uh, uh, Harpo's she? wife. Yeah. What was her name? What was her name? Though? Her name, Sophia. Uh, Thea. Sophia. Right? Sophia. Sophia. Oh, okay. Sophia. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, if she, that's what I'm at. Like, sometimes how you dress is a differentiator, right? If you walk in and you dress a certain way, oh my, and they see some people mis- so misbehaving, they know the two of you not together. Don't give me that black shit. You know damn well we not together. <laughs> like, yeah, but don't try felt- to pull it. Really, really, that's what we doing. Like, <laughs> no, you know damn well we're not together. You can look at how but, I'm dressed. Yeah, but, but see, okay, too, but even but in that, that situation when we're not. See, together, All of that transitions into the point of this conversation, because while you know there was one, but continue. Right. But the like, you know, that we're not together. Bullshit does. It shouldn't. Okay, so I I remember. (laughs) I said we're not together. (laughs) I remember reading um, this one woman. She's she's extra woke. Uh, She's a cousin of mine. And I. You know, I push back against a lot of the shit that she posts because it'd be way too much. But one time she posted something that said, if you're going to be pro-black, you have to be pro-black about everybody. You got to be pro-black about that hood chick who looks a hot mess. You have to be a pro-black about uh, trans women. You have to be pro-black about those that went to HBCUs. Like you cannot pick and parcel who you're going to be pro-black about. Right. So even if you feel like you could tell the difference between the two of us, we shouldn't feel like we have to be separate from them. Right. And, and that's what I felt. I still felt responsible for them mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because it's like if something was to pop off and one of the motherfuckers said something to that little boy ghetto or not mm-hmm. i'd have said something i'd have stood up for him i'd have i, I sure. would been there for him so it's one of those things where it's like on the reverse when you cut the fuck up i still feel that responsibility like god damn like i wanted to say so bad like really my nigga right this is the way you do this shit Brittany. Like, i I felt the same way. Like it's <laughs> it's funny that you had an elevator story because I had an elevator story on Tuesday. Um, my cousin from Nebraska came into town. He was here for a conference, and we went to um, Scottsdale Fashion Square, mm-hmm. and it's a it's a mall in Scottsdale, Arizona, which. You know, they have very high-end stores like Hermes and Marc Jacobs and, you know. that. In Arizona? Nigga, what? Why didn't you never take me there? I'm a thousand percent sure we did go there. We didn't. You and I did not go there. Okay. Um, Did we go there, Isaac? Did we go there? No. I don't think so. Mm -mm. I swear we went to Casey. No, Casey. 
So we went to go play golf. Okay, Omar, Omar, you remember when we went to the W? Yes, it, it was right down. That the was at there. night. That was at, all was. that shit's closed. I know. At night. I know. I'm sorry. That's what I'm, we're doing. That's I what we're apo- doing no. now. No, I'm saying I apologize. <laughs> we in certain technicalities into it, it. It's basically that same area, but I apologize. You're right, Casey. I'm just gonna say I'm disappointed. That's so, funny. Calm down. So, so we were in Fashion Square, and uh, I feel like you let me down. <laughs> I did. So we're in the elevator and my cousin is, um, he's an incredible guy and he owns a company that works with uh, children who are either in juvenile detention or headed to juvenile detention or something of that nature. So basically- That sounds like a good program to get behind. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, And so uh, he's constantly having to- take calls for you know if he's out of town the the shit don't shut down so he's always working um so he was in in the elevator talking to one of his employees about like one of the kids who was trying to run game basically on the employee um and he's like basically you got to put that shit in check but my cousin is very loud um like when he talks he just speaks in a loud voice and when you're on an elevator it feels amplified <laughs> right because so, the sound has nowhere to travel it's like jesus christ it's you just are bouncing off uh, all the walls right right, right. And he now was do- this elevator ascending or descending because i <laughs> feel like <laughs> okay and was it pumping yeah. Okay. It was it was descending. Thank you. Okay. Uh and there was a uh you know, maybe thirty something woman and her child uh in a stroller on the elevator and then one older woman. Both so white. not pumping, not pumping. No. It, it was medium that's pump. Not pump. It, was medium. It, was, it was medium pump. Medium, medium pump. <laughs> medium pumpage. It pumped. <laughs> right. So But it wasn't pumping. So I know that initially the the woman, the 30-something-year-old woman with the, the baby uh, kind of glanced at him, but I think it was just like, this doesn't bother me. We have like two floors to go down. Now, um, was this a PLC woman or what are we talking here? She's, they're all white. Everybody was white but us. Just the two of you. Yes. So there was three black people on the pumping elevator two. at Northwestern with Brittany. Oh, right. And there's the two of you on the descending elevator that pumped as it descended. Okay. Okay. Continue. We we've beat this joke to death. Is there any way we can just let it go? <laughs> well, the biggest joke is giving us a story right now. But continue. I'm trying to get through it, but you're desperately not allowing me to. I'm stretching uh, out the podcast because I know you don't have content. <laughs> wow. <laughs> He's on fire today. I'm on fire. I, I apologize, Casey. Continue, I cannot. <laughs> the fuck? Please continue. I'm okay, sorry. Okay. I apologize. First off, don't come from my best friend like that. For you know me what I'm saying? Do I haven't know. cracked a joke on a podcast in a long time. Let me Nigga. live. Omar, Do Omar, come for her <laughs> Let me like live. That, okay. Can Wait. I live? Brittany, Brittany, yes. Brittany, I used one of Omar's jokes. On me. On her. We we gave you credit this week. <laughs> you she really? sure did. Brittany, Brittany says something, and I was like, did you use your username and password, and password. before you and came at me? Was, was, it fits so well because we were on the um group me, right? And so all week I've been like, is this bitch going to do my recommendation or nah? She still hadn't done a recommendation. Uh-huh. And it was like Thursday, right? Recommendation so, for what? For school. What kind of school? 
oh, you want me to get into that? Greg, oh, Greg, no, Greg, no, Casey, you have to finish your story I'm first. sorry, yes, I will. Okay, but well, I'm we'll come back. I'm we'll, so proud we'll of her, back. but nonetheless. Okay, Okay, we'll come back. Finish we'll, your story. We'll come yeah. back, yes. And so, question, have you guys been getting robocalls from Mensa, or is it just me? Oh, my okay, God, please. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> please go, Casey, go. I hate afternoons. Okay, so... <laughs> So we're on the elevator. The the thirty something year old woman just kind of glances at him like, "Woo, that was loud," but she didn't care. Uh, the older white woman who's toward the front of the elevator turns around and looks at him and kind of snarls. Now, okay, my- question: How was she dressed? Because this is important. Is it really? Yeah, to me. Okay, uh, very high end. You could tell oh, she got okay. Go. So she had a little money. Okay, continue. Yes, and and mind you, it is a Tuesday at. 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm. So she, okay, so when she's you say she was classy. I didn't say. Did I say she was classy? No, I'm asking the question. Is she, was she classy or just well dressed? I, I I don't know. Okay. I just as to how she would dress, would you consider her classy? If you say, oh, there's a woman that's she's very she looks classy. Class is relative, so I would you know I. Who the fuck are you, Einstein? I'm asking you if she was classy or not classy. She was dressed nice. Your what are theory you? on relativity, motherfucker. Oh, my like, God. Was she, right. Did she look classy? <laughs> she she was, had a little bit of money. She was dressed she nice. She She looked like she had money. She was dressed so nice. So she was classy. So she was classy. Okay. No, I, I use classy differently, so I disagree, but go ahead. How old was she? She was probably in her... You all are cracking me up. <laughs> well, no, you no, have no. to get What's down the to the... details. No, know, the details are... they're relevant. No, they're relevant. Okay, continue details the story. Matter. They are, they are relevant. But How old? Story, How old? Well, She's probably in her 60s. Okay. Oh, okay, that ain't definitely classy. Old white lady with some money. Yeah, no. so continue. Definitely classy. Go ahead. She's okay. traditional. She's traditional. You can say traditional, but I disagree on what you would classify. I'm thinking at her way... I'm thinking about her way of how she looks at the world. That's why I'm... That's fine. But go ahead, continue. So she turns So the elevator's around, defending, shut the fuck descending, up. it's pump. Jesus. <laughs> White lady, classy, well dressed, cousin, black, Jesus. loud. Continue. <laughs> so she turns around, she snarls at him um, before turning back. And forward. when you say snarl, can you give us an example? Like, what turns that? her fucking face up, yo. He's fucking with you. Oh my, he, let her finish this story. He is because it's about to get on my nerves. Like I, I can't uh, even okay. get one sentence out. But okay. I feel like you guys are using these fancy words and making up shit. I need to understand so <laughs> I can make Christ. an opinion about it. Wait a minute, no. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Case. Snarl is an actual word, so she snarls at him, and then she turns back forward. So we get to the first floor where we're about to get off and she kind of glances at me and I snarled back at her. Mm. Now, the Mm. reason I so the reason that I equated it to Britney's story was because initially I felt my knee jerk was embarrassment. Like I felt embarrassed around these people that he was so loud in such a small space or just in general, like even when we were kind of walking along and he was having his phone call, you know, people would kind of glance when, you know, we're just walking along the pathway of the mall and he was being loud. But you thought he was loud personally. And you were embarrassed that he was loud. He is a loud speaking person. So you were embarrassed in that moment. My knee jerk was embarrassment. But then when I saw her make that face at him, I'm like, fuck you. Like my, my knee jerk after that was Mm. who is you? Was John Keonis around in any of this situation? I don't even know who that is. He's the guy from the host. What would you do? Like when you see some shit go down, like, you know, how you respond. Mm -hmm. 
I don't, and know. I don't know if he was standing around and they were testing you. <laughs> okay, so so tell me, tell me why are black well, people what so ha- loud? No, no, shut up. What what do you think happened in that moment where at one point you were embarrassed, but then in the next moment you were protective? So that's a great question, but I think that it's hard to answer because I don't know. My protectiveness comes out whenever, just like you said, Brittany, like, you know, had someone said something to that little boy, although you felt a way about how he responded and how he kind of made us as a people look in that moment, (laughs) had somebody said something, you would have probably checked. Right. Like if it was like, if, if all of a sudden somebody like where you felt a certain way, if all of a sudden, Somebody in the back, you know, white guy goes, oh, that's why niggas get on my nerves. Right. right. All, right. Of a sudden, all of a sudden, embarrassment turns into rage like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold right. on. You, you know. You so is it like one. that Kodak Black okay. making that Laura London statement? Was it like that? No, I think it's different. I think it's like, um, I saw a video the other day um, and it was a white guy that that came into a restaurant it might have been like a buffalo wild wings type of thing or whatever right or like applebee's and he was vehemently upset about something that happened i think in in traffic or maybe parking or something so he comes in and he's cussing this dude out and so people are like recording it and the dude is going in everybody laughing and everything and you could tell that this dude is on one but before he walks out that door, boy, he uses the N word. And when I say no, it turned no, man, it turned no, into didn't. a melee. You know what I'm saying? Like, Wait, like they was, was it black on people him. in there? Yes, and that was what was wild was that the black people wasn't offended that he was getting at this dude. It was funny because it looked like an old country dude. But then the moment he said nigga, when I say he called hands from about four people, yeah. like like the staff had to jump in and like defend him because Absolutely. they was doing that minister society stump on him, That's right? <laughs> And and people went from laughing and and not caring Caring to the moment he said the N-word, everybody got involved like, oh, no, what you're not going to do is call somebody a nigga. Really, for me. Shit, that happened on the CTA. Did y'all see that? That was recently where like dude got hit and like fell on the tracks. Like like it. And because it was a while ago. No, I think that was recent. No, I think that was a while ago. It might have gotten recirculated. It might have gotten recirculated. But I I think that it's It's funny because it's not funny, but I think it still exists. Right. Like it definitely still exists. Like, you know, like people with just racist kind of mentalities. Actually, to be honest with you. I, I think for a lot of people that go there and just say that stupid shit, I don't even think that they're really racist or come from a I racist agree. situation. I think that they have just been taught to respond that way. And that's just the they way that hurt they, you. They, right, hurt they, you. they know what they can say to like cause a, a reaction. Like a and then they, they do the shit. Because then it's like after the shit has uh, after the dust has settled and you get you talking to the motherfucker, be, you know, after it, and it's like, well, you know, I'm not a racist person and I would never. And then you talk to or you hear people about that person. And they're like, well, you you know, this is totally surprising because I've never known them to be this way or whatever. And I'm, I'm like, you know, it's crazy because people know how powerful words are and how certain things make make waves and so when they get in these moments where they're upset and they're they're losing 
in their eyes because it's always about competition. It doesn't matter what's going on in that moment. If you got this white guy and got this black guy and a black guy is like reading his ass like, you know, you're wrong. This isn't this is the way it's supposed to go. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And his his, his the, the best thing he got is to respond in that way. Although he may not be that him. way. He's trying to hurt his right, feelings. It's just like if know. a girl's like, I'll fuck your best friend. You know what I mean? And she's trying to hurt his feelings. He's like, uh, I'll uh, fuck your best friend. <laughs> Go well, ahead. I uh, fucked your best friend. That's right. why your, your best friend. Yeah. Dick yeah, bigger okay. than yours. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to hurt his feelings. But I'll never right. forget, it reminded me of the story. It was, it, was, it, was, uh, it was downtown. And it's back to, he's coming out of the office building. He rocking a suit. Clean. Clean, brother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He walking through. This homeless white guy's asking people for money, right? He's, hey, can you help me out? 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 <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the black dude right. is walking past him as well and ignoring him. And the white dude just look at him and says, just a nigger. Mm. And the black dude said, what'd you say? He said, you're just a nigger. And the black dude said, I ain't got time for you. Like, he rocking the suit. He's walking up. Why did the white dude kick him in the ass? What? <laughs> kick him dead in the ass in the middle of downtown. And I'm talking about when he caught them hands. Right. Oh, the black dude turned around and gave him about a four, gave him like him. a four piece mouth, wow. <laughs> and laid him out in the on uh, like square out on Monroe. I'm wow! Crazy. And people called the police and everything, and the police came. They're ready to arrest the black guy, but of people course. came and told them what happened. Like, no, nah, like this guy called him a nigga, then kicked him in his ass <laughs> as he was walking <laughs> off, and the black guy up. gave him a four piece hot and spicy. I do, I do <laughs> with, think that's with sauce on the side. Hilarious, right? Um, I do. He th- was descending. <laughs> See, you need to shut up. <laughs> I do think that you guys are right to a degree about. Um, that some people aren't necessarily that person and they're just using that word because they know that that's like the lowest blow they can use in X, Y, Z, but there's a hundred percent still racist people. Can we just clarify that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. We're not taking that shit away. Well, I thought we ended racism when Trump went in office. Okay. You're right. Okay. Um, (laughs) You know, black black unemployment rate is the lowest. It's is being, it for because of Trump? Yeah. Okay. Okay. He tweeted, he so, tweeted the other day. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna skip up, right up. on. I'm gonna skip right on past that. Keep on going. <laughs> Thank so, you. So, um, but I did want to. His impeachment uh-uh. is descending. This is what we're we not speak. doing. We're not gonna do this today. <laughs> okay. Casey. Yeah. Okay? Continue. Okay. So I wanted to uh, tie what we were just talking about because when Brittany told us this story. It made me think about my experience in the elevator as well. And then all right, when we were in our group chat, I was like, Ele- uh, uh, elevator. I, I, I was asking everybody, why are white people so uncomfortable with noise? Why are and what, we? And, and you see, you know what? So you're about to drown out your moment of greatness. Yeah. Omar. Because Omar okay, actually cause dropped, you dropped a nugget. I yeah. did win. When Casey <laughs> asked in our group thread, why are white people so irritated with noise. Why don't they like noise? Right. And you said. What did I say? They were taught to take over the world in silence. Mm. Oh, that's a fact. Right. Can you elaborate on that, please? No, I think you should continue with what you were going to say. <laughs> You're the one that said it, dude. <laughs> right. Well, that's a fact. Mm. Racism is silent. It's not anyone. It's 
when you think about people that are racist towards you, those are that's ignorance, right? That's just people being ignorant. Mm-hmm. Like racism is not loud; it's very silent when it happens. When they said you couldn't eat at the restaurant, it was silence. Like no one had to come and shout at you and get you to leave. They just said, "No, you can't eat here because you're black. You can't get gas here because you're black." And you're like, "Okay," and you move around your fucking business. It wasn't loud. All that shit happens silence. So when you see white people that's loud and they, ah, you're just a nigger. Go home. Like that's just ignorance. Like they don't understand how racism even works. They they're not even in a room where they're coming up with racist shit. <laughs> like they're not they don't get invited to that meeting like okay. they're not in the meeting when they're like all right here's they're how like, we're gonna impact like, black people they're 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 de facto beneficiaries basically <laughs> right. like you get an opportunity to benefit from this right from this system but that you're we not created, making the, you're you know, not you're right, not in the right. room they're not on the kkk's Breitbart mailing list actually the kkk is, is the worst thing that ever happened to america right and they were taken out by the mafia that's how terrible the kkk is they were taken right? out <laughs> Well, yeah, you ride through Indiana, were, them niggas ain't gone. Well, <laughs> well, you know what happened very is well there. <laughs> the government don't get pulled over, my nigga. Uh, don't get uh, pulled over in Indiana. Uh, like no, I think I think the KK just like hillbillies, you know. To me, no, I think the KKK. Like, they're not making decisions. I think they evolved. They became the all right. They they could be whatever the fuck they want, but they're not making. They decisions. They got a website. It's yeah, the, the real, fuck the, they not. The real decisions that impact black people are not made by hicks they're made by very yeah no they're not made by hicks very people like when you think about the people that came up with jim crow these were very ivy league like scientists type people we were dealing with like this ain't billy bob like you niggers need to go back to your country you know what i mean it's not that dude Mm -hmm. the dude's like how will affect the Negro as we'll institute laws, uh, war on drugs, uh, war on, you know what I mean? Like, that's the dude that's actually making these decisions and shit. That's how they do it. Right. Yeah, they're very <laughs> articulate. They're like, you got to white people along. Uh, the, the Negro. Listen, if you get to. He's been invited to the, to the Illuminati Sam, meetings, apparently, right? Sorry. He knows exactly how they sound. If you do keep talking and, about and, pumping off fucking day, I'm uh, clowning the Negro you for likes, that bullshit accent. Okay. The, the Negro likes pumping in elevators and fake Gucci belts. That is because they're cheap. <laughs> what you I do is uh, you get the Negro's attention with a fake Gucci belt. <laughs> so, 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 with the convert, longer prison sentence. You know, you keep bringing up the term Negro. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Here you go. Yes, that's what we're called. Yes, I already know where you go. Where you go? Get, right. What you got? Well, crazy? there was some confusion over the past couple weeks uh, with with the particular celebrity who confused the n-words origins and if it means black or ignorant i can't okay but but for mm. the record because because omar mentioned something about you know ignorance when it comes to um you know people using it in the form of the word nigger or whatever um do do you guys understand why Ja Rule thought or that he may have thought that? Because I've heard that before that people say nigger means ignorant. Okay, let me. Who 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 you heard that from? Well, I've heard it in white? society. It's not far fetched, and I'll tell you why I think that. But go ahead. I'm gonna tell you why I think Ja Rule is a piece of shit. <laughs> okay, 
Whoa. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Easy. For context, though, because yes. uh, we have to we have to share uh, what occurred. So can you elaborate yes, on, on what Go the... Ahead. Yes. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, obviously, this is from uh, hotnewhiphop.com. I don't know what this website is. Hotnewhiphop. <laughs> we don't know how real this is, y'all. Right. Hotnewhiphop. Is a website credible? No, it was source. on Shade Room too. I think it was on Shade Room and Baller Room. It, it, it Baller was Room everywhere. Well. Yeah, no, I'm just kind of reading from this website. But so Ja Rule took to Twitter to share his confusion regarding the meaning of the N word, leaving the public just as perplexed as he was. <laughs> he said, "Wow, I just learned something that blew my mind. My whole life, I was taught the N or that the word nigger didn't mean black; it meant ignorance. But I just looked it up, and it's always meant black. Shaking my head, tell the kids the truth." Uh, Jaru later added, I'm so confused. I need my history majors on this. If the word nigger means black, how did it become a derogatory term? Is anyone else confused by this? I was taught the word nigger meant ignorant. Now I look it up. It says it means black. And there were people who chimed in to give the rapper a history lesson while there were others who thought his lack of knowledge was something to laugh about. Um, so, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Hold on. Um, Somebody said, Tony, Tony, Tone, Tony Stark said, did, did Ja Rule really just claim to not know the hurtfulness of the N-word? He collaborated with J-Lo on I'm Real, where she famously used it herself and caught a righteous heat for it. Um, okay, here we go. So, yeah, continue. Okay, so here we go. Ja Rule was born in February in uh, 1976. And he is from Queens, New York. I'm you sorry. Gotta be, before you I'm, continue, someone uh-huh. tweeted, in the words of Dave Chappelle, who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this? Thank you. Okay. Um, continue. But continue with his bio. Brittany. Thank you. This okay. Important. This yes. is very important. Yes, um, ma'am. The reason I gave his year of birth mm-hmm. and where he's from, mm-hmm. because that will depict pretty much how he receives his information. Okay, what you're, you're from, not going to do is generalize and stereotype people. Continue, Brittany. Okay, and so um, being from Queens, okay, this is a crock of bullshit. So nice. You knew what the fuck. You knew what the fuck nigger meant. Okay, don't and say the n word on the podcast. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I felt and Ja Rule is trying so desperately. And, and to me, I just don't know who's on his team. If he's got a team, can he afford a team? I don't Jesus. understand what's going on yeah. because he's trying so desperately now. Post this fucking fire festival bullshit to mm. become relevant again. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's still and it's relevant, like, though. no, he's really not though. Well, just because Fifty Cent bought a bunch of Groupon tickets. You feel me? me? The fact that your your show was on Groupon. (laughs) And tell us what Negro means because I'm curious. But no, what I'm saying is I think that this shit from Ja Rule is just a bunch of bullshit. Like it's just him trying to create smoke. He's trolling. Keep Uh, his name. Absolutely. And keep his name in people's Like there's no way he was that dumb. There's no way you're that fucking retarded. Mm. You have a fucking, yes, that fucking retarded. No, we don't use that word on this podcast. Which one? Fucking or retarded? Because we we've used bucket, both of them, but the other one is where time. I draw no. the line. Okay, yeah, we're we're you, gonna. You're a rapper, dude. You're a rapper. If we you you know a little bit there, you we're know. a progressive podcast. We just drink a lot, right? Okay, <laughs> and we're ignorant, sure, <laughs> but not that damn ignorant. Okay, the way so you attract me... the Negro species is by dangling a fake Gucci belt <laughs> in front of them, and that way you give them longer prison sentences. No, but you know what? Though, but you know what? Sentences. I didn't. I didn't think about that. Uh, 
I didn't I didn't think about that as a major trolling thing so that he could trend. And and that's wild, right? Because there's so much that's happening now that really makes you question reality. People, yeah. I mean I mean to the point where So you think he was trolling? What what no I, not until right now. Not until right now. I like cuz what I was going to say before Britney said what she shared was there's no way in the age of Google that he googled that like what site like but like okay but where but, did he where did he just now find that out at because anytime I'm anytime I have a question about something anytime I want to know the definition of something or I mm-hmm. want to use a word and I question is this the right definition of this word mm-hmm. I go to Google and I type in define in that word I use Google multiple times a day so let's Google it so let's Google it let's well, Google well, it right here, now you guys because I would here. like to know what I, Google he's using you guys where he maybe he was using Bing. Maybe. <laughs> right. Right. He's like, oh, what shit. search engine were you using? Okay. You know so saying? I did Google the word just to have some context. And there is some. Okay. So there's it's dual fold. There is some validity to what he's saying. And now, I wait also, minute, Casey. Casey. Yes. I just Googled it right at the front. The dictionary comes up. It says a contemptuous term for a black or dark skinned person. Right. A contemptuous. So yes. like like no, no, no. Now maybe he didn't know what contemptuous means. I understand. And maybe he should have defined that <laughs> right. so that he can know that this is a word that's used to agitate yes. a black or dark skinned person. But that's oh, it just means black. And no, let's just erase I, the historical context. Right. That's so ridiculous. There's no way he but I also, is that ignorant. I also clicked on what the Webster had to say, like to to get more context, because it mm-hmm. did it did have that full definition. But it does go into uh, the usage of a word and the definition of, or did the definition change over time and different things like that. So okay. I, I read the portion that said, "Did the definition of nigger change?" And it mm-hmm. said, "There's a widespread belief that the the original meaning of nigger, as defined in dictionaries, was an ignorant person." and a related belief that current dictionary definitions described it uh its use as a hateful racist epithet are a recent change we do so, not know we do not know the source of those beliefs but they are not accurate the word was first included in a merriam-webster dictionary in 1864 at which at which time it was defined as a synonym of negro with a note indicating that it was used in a derision or de- depreciation there was never there has never been a definition like an ignorant person for this word in any subsequent dictionary published by this company nor do we know of any such a definition in any earlier dictionary so merriam webster is aware of it and has said that there has been no change in that but the fact that it's in there lets me know that there are plenty of people who think that it means ignorant. So he's not he's not completely left field. And to well, your let me point, clarify. I, I, I know, clarify. but really quick, go but ahead, to, to Isaac's point, I think sometimes, and celebrities are good for this depending on the type of person they are, sometimes, yes, you can Google things, but I've had moments where I've wanted to ask my friends, like, why do people do this? Um, and it's something I could easily Google, but I would like to have a conversation with the people that I that follow me or whatever the case is. So I think that maybe that's why he was engaging his audience. But it could well, be I, trolling. Uh, but you know, I just want to clarify that there's a like difference between Negro and nigger. Like those yeah, are two different ways. So Negro, I think you pointed out, is a darker skinned person, right? A lot of people were considered Negroes, right? Like Jewish people, Italian people. There are a lot of people just from Spain. They were considered like if you were dark skinned, you were considered a Negro. 
Mm-hmm. It evolved in the nigga. <laughs> you know, that's where it evolved. And that was more of to be offensive. But Negro yeah. wasn't an offensive term back then. It's just how you generalize dark-skinned people as they migrated, you know, to certain countries. But nigger is definitely offensive. Like, yes. Negro was never an offensive term. Like, no. Nigger and, was meant to to be hurtful. And 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 even beyond that, right? Like, like ja Rule is a nigger, right? That's so <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even beyond that, though, like, one of the things about, about language is context. Mm-hmm. And so, over time, context can alter, but that's one of the things about society that we have to own is that and, 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 and it's one of the reasons why you have to always stay current, right? Like, yes, he can go into the etymology of the word and say, well, really, this just meant this. And we all got this jacked up. And it's Pause. like, what does nah, that mean? It's, it's a study in the origin of the words. etymology. It, what like basically what she just broke down. Like you can go into like, well, back in the day, it really meant this. And that's what he was trying to Let do. Let me he just put it off like that. It sounds too much like etymology. So I don't think it's going to take Stop off. It. But you and Brittany can keep anyway, trying. Anyway, but, but no, that's, I'm shit. telling you, you know, that's, you know, every once in a while I throw one out there for y'all. So, you know. So but, the etymology right. behind the elevator. <laughs> Stop it. The the that was pumping. The thing that I think is 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 ignorant about what he's doing is like like don't try to give us a history lesson as though you can just erase all the pain that that accompanies that word because right. as we develop as a as a people as a society we change so like him trying to even take that stance well I just I need my history professors okay that's the same way saying that you used to be able to go up and grope your secretary right. and now we understand hey you guys that's called sexual assault you know so like we <laughs> whoa, develop as whoa, a people whoa. right pumping your like, sec- secretary is sex- no pumping pumping your, your secretary Ooh, that you is also assault what if you're in you the elevator though but what if you're in the elevator <laughs> then it's though? on limits <laughs> it's on limits because it's already you know a, pump I mean? it's a pump in elevator like, everybody in the elevator is pumping right now and and if it's descending <laughs> Brittany is shaking if it's descending you know it's going down but yeah no but but I do agree with Brittany though I did not think about that up to this point that that okay I'll put it like this when 50 Cent trolls Ja Rule as much as we may laugh is he a mean ja person Rule's, 50 Cent is 50 Cent very mean? much so but 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 he's funny though but Brittany don't think he's mean what what happens is Ja Rule's followers probably goes up. So we're uh-huh. living in a day and age where Let's check his followers. People that do dumb things or that do things that are controversial, they're still benefiting from it. And I think that the moment you realize that is when you start to decode the matrix. Oh shit. Like Kanye, it don't matter if I'm good or bad, I gotta remain relevant. No, he only got nine hundred thousand followers, man. Who who uh Ja Rule? Right. And this and, isn't helping. But I mean, no. It he's makes me wonder though. It makes me wonder. It's it Ja Rule. Niggas didn't know him like that. He's almost at a million followers. And this is just <laughs> recycling old marketing tactics. No PR is bad PR. As long as long as you got motherfuckers. Well, fifty cent got twenty five million followers, man. Yeah. It's fifty cent though. He stayed relevant. But do you think Ja Rule fifty cent had better songs than Ja Rule? In terms of reach? <laughs> 
his overall catalog, I would say. Um, yeah. I would say in terms of reach, 50 Cent, yeah. 50 Cent has more songs that uh, crossed over than Ja Rule does. And his first album was, was a classic. Yeah. 50 Cent's that, first album, hands shit, down. Yeah, go, that was that I, was one of the biggest go, songs of all it's time. It's still yeah, the biggest song. Uh, that, Are that's, you that's, that's a top five. That's a top five yes. hip-hop song. Oh, absolutely. Of not, all time. I'm all not time. disagreaying with that, but are we going to pretend like Ja Rule wasn't on like a Ten he didn't year. have any bangers. He had oh, some no, bangers. He did. I was a Ja Rule like fan, 50, but when yes, I say he crossover, did. Like no, 50, no. When I'm I say crossover, his 50s first Casey, album did, about did, did win Diamond. All yeah. my people that be living it up. Ten million. Yeah, his yeah, second, his second yeah, album did nine million. I love Ja. People that be living it up. Shut up. You know when he hit this shit. I love Ja. Like, remember Black Planet, y'all? Yeah. My whole Black Planet page was Ja Rule. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I love Ja. But Ja had music crossed over way more than I think no, he no, did no. too. I, I agree I with Casey. Sure. I, I, yes. I don't know, y'all. I am I looking at I am we can looking go pound at for his pound. hits, and it, I'm not saying that he made music. That's not, or that he was better at hip hop or more relevant. But he no, 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 he no. had crossed over that. so aggressively. He did cross over, like he so. had a commercial. Yes, space. he was a household so. name amongst wife. Fifty Cent like was definitely had the hardest album, right? And definitely sold more units. But, so I'm, what but when you think about in crossover, that's and a different story. Ashanti and J Lo, Ashanti and those hits. He, yeah, yeah, like it. Was, he had a run. He had a run. He had a run. I mean, he had a run. Ashanti he had a run. Ain't had a run. working. Right. Can we? Can we? Can we? Can we own something though, which is unique? And this is why their whole back and forth is funny. Fifty got on. By shitting, shitting on, on Jaru yeah. and destroying his career, and destroying he, destroyed his, his he career, destroyed his career, which destroyed it, which is crazy. He yeah. destroyed Wankster, that man's career. That, that Wankster was hard, and that album, that, and that album was a, <laughs> that album was a societal, like cultural movement. I'm and you know that that video was the last thing. time he saw his son. Fifty cents, that time Fifty Cent saw his really? son was that video. What, what, oh, really? Remember, his son uh, yeah, was in the video holding the Wankster I followed him. Yeah. I follow him. He crazy. That, that's the last time he, he not, saw his son. He don't fuck with. No, nah, I don't know. I just made all. that up. Oh, do get he your don't ass out of here. No, but Stop he it. don't. <laughs> that's funny. But it's crazy because that's what kind of um, kind of gets my wheels a turning. Because if Fifty got on by stepping on Ja, but Ja, as you guys claim. Had more hits that no 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 not over. more hits yeah more hits that crossed over more yeah. hits that crossed over so what happened to that fan base because clearly Fifty Cent has exceeded that like yeah. well, I think Jaro went to jail jail I yeah think, I think and and people jumped jump ship they you know people but okay fans, we're in a microwave are, society people fans need are it fickle. all the time fans are very yeah fickle. but jail don't kill no career no nah, but here's yeah, what's crazy do. though if no, you're I gone. Don't, Think no, about how long he was in jail and how many new artists there are. Like, yeah, like 50 Cent is not doing music anymore. He's doing television shows. Like, he's not an artist anymore. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, it's a microwave he missed, society. He missed his window. Like, right, he, yeah. Like, you know. I think if he wouldn't have went to jail, he would have kept making bangers, right? He would have kept collaborating. But I think once you take, like Kodak Black, when Kodak Black get out of jail, like, he's not going to have a music career. The industry's already moved on to the next person. Mm. Like, if you, can you tell me who's the hottest artist right now? Drake. Uh, no, I don't even know if I don't know if I would say Drake is. 
I mean, I mean, he's, yeah, it's like the baby and right. oh yeah, like, the baby. oh yeah, these yeah. niggas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's new niggas. Like right. yeah, Meg Thee Stallion. Like those are hottest artists right now. Like no one's checking for Nicki Minaj right now. Mm. You know, she did that to herself. She did that to herself. She's irritating. Okay, she can we can we not? We're all off track. I do want okay, to. Okay, let's get back on track. Yeah, Isaac, go ahead. Back to the elevator <laughs> and the N word. <laughs> We can move on from this. I just felt like it was it was kind of an interesting topic to to talk about how we do we do sometimes go out of our way to make white people comfortable and I would I oh, just shit. that's to, where we at? That's where we were? Well that's so wait, we, what, do we, we do that? Right? I didn't think we do that. That's not what I was saying. Casey, you think we do that? What? Do you think black people go out of their way to make white people comfortable? I don't yes. think so. Oh, I think so. I don't we think so. we straighten our hair. We we try to stay in our lane in a lot of areas. Wait, like, there's so straightening many. your hair is, makes white people comfortable. A hundred percent. I mean, what if you straighten mm-hmm. your hair because you like it straight? You like why do you like it straight? Why well, the, the hair that grows out of your head? Why were you not raised <laughs> to like it that way? Because maybe you like it straight. You didn't know. I just like my hair straight. No, we were raised as a culture to straighten our head. Like there is a, an interview I listened to with Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, and she was one of the, one of the few women, especially back then on girlfriends to just wear her hair natural. And she was on a panel. I think it was like uh, at essence fest or something like that back then. And some woman stood up to ask a question and she was like, Tracy, you know, I love girlfriends. I think it's great. I just don't understand why you keep going on, TV and not getting your hair done. Like you make enough money. Why do you? Why are Wait a minute, you, Somebody said this. Yes. Like in an open discussion. In an open recorded? forum. Yes. Now, mind you, this was back when the natural That's hair bold. movement. The natural hair movement didn't exist back then like that. So people were looking at her like she was unkept, and so. She said to them, you know, she was like, what do you mean? Like, my hair is done. And, you know, it was just one of those those moments that kind of and she expounded on the fact that, like, you know, we have been taught that straight hair means uh, kept, that it's more um, professional, that it's more attractive, different things like that. And so, you know, I would agree. Say that again. I would agree. Yeah. So I think that if we were never taught that, it wouldn't even be like, oh, I like my hair straight. We wouldn't know any different. We would style the hair the way it grew out of our head. So wait, so wait, wait, because I I want to, I got got a question. I got one. Well, white people straighten their hair too. They don't wear their hair naturally how it grows out of their head as well. Like no one really, unless you're Indian, where it's just straight. But I think there's a lot of people that style their hair just well, like every I other I think that's I'm not, I, I I'm not coming in, but just know this I'm not coming down on black women who choose to continue to straighten their hair I think it's totally fine I, I'm not coming but, down on either and I'm not coming down on people that choose to wear their hair naturally but I think I think I think this conversation when you think about like a black person straightening their hair that is a reach that no. is a reach by a certain group of people right d- Cause d- 100% disagree I, I don't because I think that's a reach. I think a lot of people, that's almost like, why are you uh, taking Ubers? That's what white people do. No. It's like, really? No. I think we all kind of enjoy Uber. Like, Omar. white people straighten their hair. I know Hispanic people that don't wear their hair naturally and they straighten it. Like, <laughs> yeah. that's, not, that's not conforming. That's just, it's you. You can but do whatever you, you Omar, want. You have to understand, though, that we are still fighting laws to 
to not be fired or uh, reprimanded for wearing our hair natural. There are laws in certain I agree states with that, that I agree say with that. you cannot wear locks or certain textured styles or whatever the hell. Like we are still fighting back against that. And to say that it doesn't, that that's not why we're doing it. That's all we've ever known. Like girls growing up, we had hot combs. We had uh, baby perms or whatever they had, like kitty Absolutely. perms. And you had barrettes. I'm sorry. You had all that shit. Yeah, barrettes and all that shit. I am not disagreeing. I'm say, what I'm saying is a lot of th- that is a reach. However, I am what I'm not saying is that there's stupid laws in place to get people to conform and act a certain way, right? To I'm straighten not saying, their hair. Black, right. and black I, people I, as a I collective agree. don't have straight hair. Right, I agree. Who I does agree. for the most but part? But I'm saying there are racist laws in place for that reason. Okay. But I'm also saying that if you want to wear your hair, you can wear your hair however the fuck you want. It's, yes. it's your fucking head. 100%. There shouldn't be laws that tell or dictate how you should wear your hair. That's what I'm saying. But I'm also saying from a black perspective to say that you're almost like you're trying to be white or if you see someone that's articulate it's like they talk like a white person I'm not saying I'm not you know saying I mean? like, that that's black the same women who straight their hair are trying to be white I'm not saying but that. I'm saying that is the conversation when you have that but I'm like there are other people that come from different parts of the world that do the same thing now, so it's not exclusively the black interject, let me interject with a, with another scenario um, because because th- the initial point was do blacks do things to pacify you well, know, I don't think the blacks white do. people and 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 I believe that that we do right um and you know one of the ways is like let's let's take it like this we always every had a conversation hear, about this before hear, remember every time that we hear about a person that's a um like a like a killer or a serial killer or or they did a mass shooting collectively as black people we always wonder Oh shit! I hope they wasn't black. Like, oh yeah, okay, good. They was white people, and 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 this actually has historical precedence, right? Because back in the day, when a black would commit a crime, everybody had to pay for it, right? Mm-hmm. So, black guy does one thing, all of a sudden, white people get outraged and they go out and they lynch twenty black people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and so we had to kind of collectively hold ourselves accountable for one another because the repercussions wasn't, oh, that's just one black, bad black person. It's like, yeah, you, you, you caught the guy that did the thing, you know, they did the crime and you punished him, but your rage made you take it out on the entire community. And so we, we've always looked at how we operate, not as, uh, uh, you know, like very monolithically, like we're all together. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that we had to bond together as a community for protection reasons. And and it made sense uh, in the earlier times when we weren't as protected by the law, and we still aren't by 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 many stretches. Um, but I think that as we've progressed, many of us are trying to break outside of that monolithic space because we're realizing how. Um, how how constricting it can be but it, it it did come from a very real place and i think that that was the basis of it was that that we had to combine like even just slavery when you just think about every aspect of slavery like like we had to bind together in order to be able to survive as a community mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and i think that's where it came from and i and i mean i know it even just coming up like if we were going somewhere and there was going to be white people there we dressed a certain way mm-hmm. we acted a certain way you know and 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 we even felt 
a little uncomfortable. But then if we were going into an environment where there was going to be black people around that, we still going to dress a certain way. We're still going kind of. Uh, uh, be be mindful or cognizant of certain things, but we would kind of let our hair down a little bit more. And I think that's like the black church. We still gonna dress up and put on big hats and do all that other stuff, but you still feel more comfortable because you feel a com- a familiarity with your community. And I think I don't I don't think that's just a black thing. I think that's a minority thing because I think if you look at other countries, whatever that minority culture is, they're probably going through a similar experience of what. Uh, black people are experiencing in America. Mm-hmm. So, know. question because I want to ask a question. Like, so you think dressing up is a white person's thing? No, uh-uh. no, I think, no, no. But I do think no, that the way totally we do. Totally not a white person. Thing, I, but, I do but, think the way that we dress up. Like, in if if we, I mean, we this. So is to it. look nice is a white person. No, thing. no, uh-uh. no. But not I think at it's all. different types. Not of at all. Nicest. But like, I do black think. Church look but nice. I want to break because because I, I want to break down the psychology in this. And right. once you repeat it to yourself, you're gonna see how silly it sounds. We can do a deep dive on this. But we wear suits because white people have told us that is that is the the dressed up version of how men dress in white Af- people. So this is a white people thing. I'm t- I'm no, just, I, I want to I want to clarify. Can I finish? So that I'm is, gonna let you finish. Okay. So that is what uh, dressed up means here in America, and what was kind of given to us. Uh, as we became freed, right? So, but people who dress up in various countries in Africa, you know, their their form of dressing up is variations of color and cloth and right. all sorts right. of different garb, and that is dressed up. So right. to say that we, um, you know, being dressed up or being uh, kept or whatever the words you want to use is a white thing, that's not necessarily true, but the way that we do it, absolutely. Right. It it's is just, rooted. It's very Eurocentric. Yeah, it's, it's very, very Eurocentric. Eurocentric. The suits, the, the the suits that we wear right now are not African inspired. What They're about Steve Harvey inspired. suits? What do you consider Shit, those? That's, when he that's, a, that's a cross. That's a cross. That's, Michael Jordan that's suit. That's a cross. That that's Jordan a cross. <laughs> so I'm saying that's the so my question would be my question would be But the question is, I think you made a point, Casey. Like depending on where you at. That is the culture, right? So mm-hmm. it's because you dress up doesn't mean it's a white thing. That's I didn't just say the it way was. the culture that the culture is. So right. it goes back to the hair thing you get to, right? Like if it goes back to it's the same thing, right? Like if this is what we expect and this is what we're looking for, you either conforming or you Kodak black, right? Like it's you one or the other. Like no. are, are you are you are you going with the flow or are you going against it? So So like if you if someone said in order to get this job you have to put on a suit and you decide to say I'm just gonna rock this jeans and polo right or even though or, or right because you like I'm a black person I don't want to conform to your suits and ties and your slave mentality <laughs> and you but, but you go into the interview wanting a job and they're like no you need to be clean cut you know you know hey beard lined up you know hair lined up but you're going no I'm not gonna bye bye the white devil's way of conformity I'm gonna go as me and you don't get the job and then you leave pissed off you know what I mean like because you didn't get the job right but okay, but we had, I think, and that's why I was like earlier, we had the same conversation on a podcast before. Do you want to be Kodak Black 
Or do you need to be the Jay-Z? You know what I mean? I think you it's condescending to keep using Kodak Black as like the one person who pushes back against cultural norms. Okay. Well, <laughs> famous <laughs> Dex. Like, I don't know. Like Kodak Black is probably not my barometer of... <laughs> like, okay, so look. You're right about, listen. You're right about that. No, Kodak Black is just misunderstood, <laughs> making, but he has progressive while ideas. A point, while making a point, he is taking us. It's like either you were in the slums, fucking uh, rats in the ass. Right. Like those <laughs> are your options. Like, or you are the, a part of the Illuminati and you are talking like this. Uh, I, we need to. It's like, there ain't no in between, nigga. All right. <laughs> so, like, it's really just about. Kodak like, Black is just misunderstood. Just, I hope no, he gets the right not, representation. Whatever. Stop it. Free Kodak Black. I, I honestly just feel like it's about location. You know location, what I'm saying? Location, now, location, I could, location. I could see if you were trying to. Um, get a job in in Africa or in another country or culture and you are of that country and culture and you're adopting someone else's someone else's garb to to give off this you know okay this is my dressed up this is how I'm dressing up then I can see that 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 would be uh, valid but to say that okay well I'm going for or I want something in a certain area or a location, I need to be able to not necessarily adjust, but be able to, you know, kind of fit into that environment in order to to be able to appeal to that to that environment. So I don't think that dressing up is a is a is a white person thing. I, I think it's more so location and where it's supposed to be done. And I you know I hear what you're saying. I think what what the issue that we find or that we're constantly facing in America is that we're such a young country and so much of our history is point. rooted in so much um, pain and, yep. you know, it Conflict. was built on the backs of slavery. But at the same time, like everything that we do here, we've adopted a Eurocentric ideology or they've, you know, kind of conformed us to a Eurocentric ideology. And so I think where, you know, you have different countries in Africa, you have uh, countries in uh, Southeast Asia, Asia, you have, you know, all these countries around the world where they have their own history here, especially for black Americans, we are trying to still find our way and we're still trying to have some connection to our roots without having to completely adopt everything that they force onto us. So to just say, you know, if you were to go to India, yes, there's certain garb that they wear when they get dressed up. And that would make sense. I think here we have adopted certain suits because that is what has been pushed on us. But like for most dress codes, if it says to, that you should be wearing a suit every day, it doesn't say what kind of suit. So if you wore like a nice African suit and they tried to like fire you for it or said it wasn't appropriate, why isn't it appropriate? Like that. I think, I think Silicon Valley's changing a lot of things about how we dress in, in terms of suits. Like not everyone has to wear a suit. No, like, I don't think well, that's, even I, you I, go that visit clients. I know, but I'm like, you're really doubling down on suits and Isaac Paul loves suits nothing more I, I honestly in this love world suits Isaac well. Paul love loves, loves a clean 
cut suit. You this put a clean a cut suit on Isaac. You can't tell him can't, shit. Tell He's going to be at every club, every bar. You're you, going to see this suit. Man, you can't tell me right? shit. Right? But I think, you know. Isaac going to a pop You made a point, Casey. Brittany made a point, Casey. Like, it depends on what that culture is 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 uh, looking for out of a person to say, this is how I want the people I deal with to represent And I don't like right? giving them all that fucking credit. Like, at some point, you, but, uh, you become an individual. You know what I'm saying? So, like, even if we was to take, you know, slavery and, you know, forcing of, of um, black people to America, and let's say we all grew up in Africa. You know what I'm saying? You got people in Africa who shit. They weren't brought over here in slavery, but they want to get over here. They want to do the things that we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we're we're so dead on, oh, we got to, you know, get rid of all of these Eurocentric ways. And it's like there's people over there that is like, hey, my dream is to get to America. Well, in Africa, they have Eurocentric ways. You guys keep yeah, throwing do. that shit out now, there like they don't that, own half the fucking yeah, planet. Yeah, I'm not, no, no. I'm not you know saying that's that. A nice what jacket. I'm saying is, shut the fuck up. No, it is so a nice I just, jacket. I just sent, I just sent so, you guys a jacket, a jacket that's super That's a nice jacket, actually. But see, he would be out of it's dress code nice in smile. most companies. Now, I don't know. I don't, I don't I disagree. So. I disagree. Now, now, one I thing, so. no, he a would point, be flexible. A, point, a point that I yeah. that I want to make clean. Though. He going on a calendar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. fine though. Hey, we need a calendar, <laughs> and we're going to put Kimbe on the calendar. I Kimbe, think he was in Black Panther. Okay, now Kimbe wait a minute, going you guys. On the calendar. Hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so f- for the people, for the people that that cannot see the picture that Casey posted. Uh, it's a it's a rather attractive black man who has on on a jacket that you know it's is kind of fancy. Print. Now now here's the deal. That uh, shit fly. Don't don't get fooled by the handsome model that's wearing it. Right. Uh, <laughs> if you saw a nigga walk up into <laughs> your job with that shit on, we cut it forever. What? <laughs> we, so the model is flexing. The model is flexing. You know, in a lot yeah. of no, I'm gonna tell you. Hey, wait, Casey, we all know that when you're attractive, you can get away with shit. Away with okay? Casey, did you have this bookmark? How do you even find the Yanu? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So a point, a point that I wanted to make that goes back to what you just said, Casey, and it's it's not really a pivot, but it's actually very interesting. And 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 you made a great point when you said that America is a young country and that comes with its drawbacks and it comes with its benefits yeah. because when you think about culture in other places it's it's kind of hard set yeah you know you know you go to certain places like China and things of that nature they were dressing the same for a very long time and they are incredibly traditional because they can trace their lineage yeah. back so long America, because it is so new, it's always changing. Like even when you just think about like the the, the 19th century, you know, going into uh, zoot suits. Right. right? And and, and you think about like every decade we've seen dramatic shifts in what is considered professional and what's not professional. Double breasted, Mm -hmm. single breasted. Now we're wearing suits that are more tailored. I know that there's going to come a point where the baggy shit is going to come back. Like even thinking about it now, I'm like, but there's going to be a point (laughs) where that baggy shit will come back. Like bell bottoms will come back. back. Exactly. They came back And and, and we were wearing them shits. And so it's wild how, (laughs) yes, you were. You had a pair of them damn, do you remember, do you remember those, those, those pants? Every, I know you a lot because every woman, black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian had them shits. Why'd you say it in that order? I think it was, 
Uh, Shut the fuck uh, up, Omar. I love him, brown, yellow, Puerto Rican. And <laughs> he Nation. knows why. Haitian, but Haitian, but Haitian, but but Haitian. Think about uh, those pants. I think they were from either the Limited or Express. Every woman was wearing them shits around ninety eight to like two thousand. They 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 were like they had lycra in them shits. They were black <laughs> and then they were flare at the bottom. When I say this was this was the woman's uniform for two to three years. Y'all don't remember so them funny. shits. See, y'all too young for this. <laughs> Every woman yeah, was. I don't, I don't know. What you're I was in fucking the eighth grade. I don't like know what you talking about. Okay, either. okay. I'm trying to let y'all know, man. I was in eighth grade, so man, I wasn't listen, there. Listen. But but I do uh, think that that is something that is um, fascinating when you just think about like culture and 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 the fact that do uh, it for the gram. <laughs> you know, do it for the culture. You know, but but just the fact that who's representing the culture well right now? Because a quick question. That is a good question. Ooh, who is representing the culture? Charlemagne. Stop it. <laughs> actually, actually, though, you know what? I like I'm his growth a lot. I like his growth a lot. He's, he's in a good. Either. He's in a good space. He's in a really yeah. good space. And he's very aware, and he's very. Um, he holds himself accountable, which I like. That I mean, you're never going to be perfect, but do not be afraid to call yourself on your own shit either. Mm. So I like that, and I like that he's. Um, see, one thing about what's happening right now is. Um, you know, everybody's trying to find their voice, right? Everybody's trying to trying to make their stand. And I think it's super important, like, across, you know, regardless of who you are. Like, everybody's trying to, like, branch away from what is considered to be um, the norm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, or white America, let's just say that, right? Here we and go. And so, um, <sighs> that's cool. But in my opinion, I feel like we should still be able to do things in a way where it's, it's mad, like, collaborative. Like, we should still be able to work together and not be so fucking, um, you know what I'm saying, just against each other and so angry and so pissed off. Like, we should be able to, you know, point out differences and, and point out different ways that we're able to contribute in, and embrace that shit. So, with Charlemagne, what I really like is he's not... Um, like, he's not dismissive in that way. So it's like, okay, I fucks with my people all day long. You know, I'll call my people out on their shit, but I'll also call you out on your shit as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not finna limit myself. So I'm also going to have those conversations with others that are not like me, with others that don't represent the same thing that I have. I'll still fuck with you because that's still a moment to learn some shit. That's still a moment of growth. So I fucks with that a hundred percent. I thought you were gonna say Stephen A. Smith or Charles I'm Barkley. Sorry. That's mm. not gonna happen. Mm. Well, so I fucks with uh, Charlemagne. That's that's a fair. great um, segue. But yeah. unless you and wanted my one. my answer as far as who's representing the culture, go well. for it, Casey. Oh, Give we it to always want to hear what you have to say, Casey. Can I guess who you're gonna say? Ooh, gonna say please, Kaepernick. <laughs> please do go ahead. I will go one Kaepernick. Okay. <laughs> Fail. I like, That's who I you like, think I'm gonna say. Yes. Okay. Or two. Uh, Tyler Perry. Okay. Mm. Uh, three Byron Allen. Okay. Those are my mm. three guesses. You keep saying Byron Allen. Who's this nigga? You don't know who Byron Allen is? Okay. Well, I, why do I feel retarded? It's okay. Wait. No, we'll talk about it. Um, Again with that word. We got to bleep that out. Retarded. 
Yeah, Brittany, we don't. Stop saying we don't. it. Let's, what is let's, the problem? Let's retire. You just said you didn't like the kid in the elevator doing it. <laughs> no. Oh, Byron Allen. I know him. Okay. Yeah. I fucks with him too. But we are like not. Him. We are not going to judge you, but we are going to retire that word. What? We have to burn the sheets. <laughs> oh, okay. We're going to retire it. We just going to put it. You know. So what can I say then? You can, a hundred other things, depending on what you're trying to describe. I'm trying to if say you're retarded. trying to be negative. Say slow. Right. Yeah, you can say yeah. slow. It's but you know what? It's wild though because we're trying to find different <laughs> words to use, and we all know retarded is the best it's word. The best word. I mean, know that it's, it's like saying the n word. It is, but it's like fuck. Like but we can't. Now I gotta find another word. We can't that, ask people to respect us and not. Uh, desecrate our name and then turn around and do it to them. Like that's just fucked up to to completely now, now, ignore. Question though, question though, and and because 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 are mentally able people offended by retarded or is it the liberal man, people? Keep doing no, 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 this, man. no, 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 oh, no, 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 no. I mean, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm not calling someone retarded. No, I'm just Papa John's did the same I'm just thing. The word. He's like, why are niggas so offended? You know, <laughs> and I, whoa, no, no, whoa, no. Papa John. But, but the point, the point that I'm trying to make though is that there are times where uh, people. And, 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 you are and, and not about to rationalize much, calling somebody <laughs> retarded. That's what Papa no, John. No. That's what got Papa John's in trouble. It's, 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 it's not about rationalizing it. It's about it's about calling out the hypocrisy of the individuals that are leading the charge against. Like like when Britney says it, she's not talking about someone that's mentally able. She's no. talking about someone that's doing something that is, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the way that that word had been used until certain liberal people took offense to it. The people that were actually suffering from that or whatever wasn't the one that was leading the cause. It was people that... Because of of the liberal well, stance that they yeah. took, no, I hear what this, you're uh, The very PC stance that they took, they they decided to to say that that word is now off limits, and 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 there is something there's there's something in that that we have to be cautious about. I, I agree with you, but before you b- go down this, and I'm not, this I'm, road, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that we we shouldn't develop in the whole. I, nine. I'm just what, trying to say I, that, like, because we'll find another word. But then when we find that other word, when when the PC police says, well, you can't use that word either. OK, well, fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I, what is the word that we use to replace? Like, I got like when you. Brittany just okay. said that. Oh, I felt that way. Like, let, what was the word that she should use? Let me help you. Right. OK, let me let me just help you. What's the replacement word for, for, for as a culture, how we used to use the R word? Right. OK, so let me you just like give that? you the R word. a quick. <laughs> Oh I God. love your facial expression I, when you just said. I'm that. gonna give you a quick example of like the sometimes the people who are leading the charge and those who may not care about it very much. So there are plenty of people who think that uh, the, is it Cleveland Indians, right? Yeah. Uh, they have a little character, caricature or whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it the Washington Redskins? Too? Red. Is it Redskins? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, so I think with about? all of them, including the Blackhawks, all that stuff, they people feel like, oh my God, you have to change that. That is fucking ridiculous. These are human beings. You can't use them as characters. Um, right. And a lot, if you talk to a lot of Native Americans, a lot of them don't give a flying fuck about it. But, mm. but, 
you the the point remains like to to equate a people who are humans who deal with like the reason they probably don't give a shit about it is because it's like our reservations are dying and you guys don't give a fuck and it's plenty of native american women that are missing and no one wants to talk about that but you guys are focused on these caricatures but nonetheless the point is you cannot turn a people into caricatures for your amusement right so that's why they're you know while the people leading the charge you know where their intentions are why they care so much about it is irrelevant it doesn't make the point less valid right so that's that's one um i guess equivalent that that matters here so if if mentally retarded is a medical term to describe people who have mental challenges to say why can't I use that word because the PC police decided that it's a bad word and most of these people don't care. First of all, most of these people may not even realize that it is um, being used as a derogatory term depending on where their mental space is. Um, But to just dismiss it because the intention is not bad or if people just decided to say, that's so black of you. Like just say all of a sudden, like anytime somebody stole something, people were like, "That's so black of you." <laughs> like Casey dropping bombs. That's funny. like Casey like that was, came with the heat. But that's what I'm saying. You were like, descending we just, and then ascending at the same time. You right. were pumping. But to say that, like, while some of us would be like, "I don't give a shit about that," it doesn't mean that it's cool for people to keep doing it. Like we right. have to call out shit when. We would never be fine with that is what I'm saying. So it's like just because the intention is not negative and if, you know, you were to see a mentally challenged child that that wouldn't be the first thing to describe them as it's like it doesn't mean that that word doesn't have a negative connotation. And if you find out that it could be offensive to somebody, why are you why do you feel so desperate to want to fucking use it? Find another word. Big, it's a like hundred thousand other words in the dictionary that you could use and, for that. And, 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 now, now, and I'm glad you and, just school the these two knuckleheads. To the point. To the point. Help me find another word then. I will and, help you. And, that's and, that's and, offensive. And here's the deal. Uh, and here's the deal. And here's the deal. Because this is the point that I'm making. When you find that other word, what happens when the PC police says, no, you can't use that? Oh, no. So now, do we just but, remove words no, but from it, our it, lexicon no, because it may potentially offend someone? No. Everything that we do in this world will potentially offend someone. Someone. You think and, the word and, and ridiculous? That's what I'm getting at. Do you think the word ridiculous ridiculous would offend someone? Not not in 2019 because it doesn't describe it humans. May. It doesn't describe it a group of but people. But Casey, but Casey, it people, d- you. But 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 that's what we were just talking about a moment ago. Is that these words have a tendency to change? And and, and well, listen, why can't I'm white not, people? That use is a medical though, term. No, I'm not. I'm not. Well, you saying white people should no, be able to use nigger? Then I'm right? not. I'm not. Well, well first off. I've never been one that because because we just said it a moment ago that 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 I'm I'm, I'm a big proponent in terms of the intent behind the action, right? Okay. So what I'm getting at is so when Britney said okay. retarded, when so Britney said okay. retarded, she wasn't talking about that. We all knew the context of what it was that she was but saying. But we know what so the, the context of the word of is. The word, exactly. But the context of the word is someone that but what I'm getting is at mentally though, but what you know, I'm getting unable at though, to do certain what things. What I'm getting right? at though is 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 this though. And, and it goes to the point of even what Casey was saying about how a lot of times, you know, uh, um, 
I, I don't even want to say Native. Uh, do, do we call them Native Americans? Yes. Or, uh, Aboriginals. Right. Because see, that changes, right? Because once we were calling them Indians and then we called them Native <laughs> Americans and now we can't call them that, right? It's like. Yes, we can. These words, these words change. You can't be Native to these a planet, words, a, a country that you live in. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, that is true. It's redundant. <laughs> it, it, it is. It is. And, and, and that's the hypocrisy of yeah, that. Makes, and, and here's the Oh, you know the other one, too? Okay. Why is it that African people, all black people call African American. African is a, is a continent. But if you come from Italy, you're Italian. Right. Yeah. That makes absolutely yeah, no sense. That's, that's well, why I say black people. Many man, different Africans. And there's so many and different races in Africa. There's listen, probably like about 50. I'm, I'm all about the progression. Me, me and Omar had a great conversation yesterday where oh, he, got, he, got, he got schooled. <laughs> he tried to sell he me got, something. No, no, uh-uh, that ain't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about where he got accused of mansplaining. Oh, yeah, a situation yeah. to a co-worker, right? And it, it was very unique, and I had to really kind of commend um, the stance that he took. Because even as he's explaining to me and his girl about this, I'm sitting there, and, lady, and both lady me friend. He, he and his lady <laughs> friend, uh, me and her were both like, yeah, but, but, you know, we were both taking his initial stance, but he had to realize, no, like, it, it was just it was it was very deep to where it's I I had to say you know what we are constantly growing right we are constantly um like developing and I'm I'm to your point Casey I'm I'm not saying that we shouldn't take heed to how our words our actions may influence or you know affect other individuals um you know I I think that my only concern sometimes is that that when you when you open up this 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 chest there okay you know we want to respect this this group you know this this community but you can splinter that down you can fraction this down to a point where conversation and language becomes redundant because the moment i offend a a, a small sector 10 people now, all of a sudden, we have to create a new language that doesn't offend those 10 people. Only 10 people in the world are afflicted with this one disease, and they don't like it when you use this word. You know, it, it, we can get to a point where our general conversation, like, we can't I use, get what you're we saying, can't use him and her anymore. I, I got to yeah, use can. they yeah, and can. them. No, it and depends all because, on who you're oh, talking well, it, to. It depends they, on how they identify themselves. They're, they're, they're not like, gender. They're, they don't identify with a gender. 99.9% of people are born with either a penis or a vagina. Isaac, don't. And then there's a small Britney's fraction. Britney's going to get upset about the bathroom. But, but, Britney's going to start on the bathroom. Don't do that. I'm not trying to go there. Please don't. But I'm just saying, it's getting to the point where I can't say him. And they're like, wait a minute, what did you mean him? Do you know how he identifies or do you know how they identify? And it's like, dude, this is conversation. And, and, and we are we are splintering this conversation. We are splintering life yeah. into, into minutiae that is going I to make. I think you made a great point, but we're not using that word. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a fun fact, though. Did right. you know I mean, Elon Musk is the first African American to own his own car company? That's good. That's a fun fact. That is a fun fact. You guys want to use that. Elon, Elon Musk, Musk is the first African American to have his own car company. Very good. Okay, so he And his is, own space um, company as well, I, too. I hear what you're saying. He's going I, places. And I don't completely disagree with you. I do think we have to be careful about getting to a point where we have become so caught up in the language. And, you know, I, I push back sometimes against the PC police because... 
you know, there's there's been so many progressive things that have happened and it's easy to kind of make it seem like, oh my God, they're so mad about everything. And it's like, nah, but, you know, maybe assaulting women and calling them sluts and shit probably wasn't appropriate. You know, right. maybe not. <laughs> um, question for Isaac, though. Isaac, a quick question right, for you, though. Right. Did but, you get a friend request from the Handsome Man Club on Facebook? I, I got a request I the other I day. I, I just wanted to I make did. sure, yeah. it, was, sure so, it wasn't just you. But I, I push back against those of us who uh, have the ability to find nuance, to understand uh, information and, and ideas and uh, the meaning behind stuff. Like, I do wonder if you guys would be pushing back so much against that word if my child on this podcast was mentally challenged or autistic. Uh, or uh. Like, would you be as comfortable saying it around me? You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, like, for yeah, okay, I would. you say what? I wouldn't. Okay. So so my thing shit. is when, when you know that it actually can be harmful to people, why do you, like the he and she and they and all that shit like okay, we all, we all have to work on that. Like cuz for me specific. I don't I don't feel like I understand like if a person says they want me to call them they, I will call them they. That's fine. But to not call them Why they doesn't make so blind to see me, me calling me not calling them they doesn't perpetuate danger for them. If that makes sense, like there's certain things no, it that does. I'm sorry. No, I said no, no. I, I said you, I understand what you're right. Saying. So, like for me, I think when we are just like, well, I've always said retarded, so I should be able, like, okay, but. You know, we've only given meaning to that word in that way because that's the way we did it. But it doesn't mean that's the way we always need to be. The dude in uh, was it all in the family talking about punching his wife to the moon? That was hilarious. Whoa, whoa, right, right. easy, Charles Barkley. Right. Hey, but look, he did. But right, here's the thing. Right, but I, I agree with you, Casey. But I also got to think, and I'm gonna tie in what I was saying. I think a lot of times the only way to have a conversation about being progressive is in a progressive society yeah, or in a progressive setting, right? Right. So the only way we can have this conversation is if we're forward-thinking people and we have a growth mindset, uh -huh. right? And that is what you and I are going at Isaac about. Like, yes, no one is disputing what you're saying, but in a progressive society, here's how we were supposed to behave. Mm. And here's what makes us evolve to see how this could be offensive to certain people so we're just gonna do away with that and we're gonna move the fuck on right like yeah we're not gonna start using traditional things because that's how we've been doing right. it right like we our parents thought try to therapy was, was you made you crazy but well like we try to look forward and say how do i evolve yes and me removing this from my terminology keeps me evolving but then i understand what you're saying when you take the dave Chappelle stance like well shit what's safe for me to say right right <laughs> but so i get that there's a lot of other things we can go after like right. Britney has a gender neutral bathroom in her house <laughs> yet she prefers <laughs> that they be pacific when she leaves her house <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious she wants there to be labels on the bathroom when she leaves the house but her bathroom is totally gender neutral when she goes home <laughs> we don't have time for that today uh, y'all are hilarious I mean okay no, and, and, and I preferably they're not Asian bathrooms so from from, from <laughs> Isaac Isaac and Brittany's perspective do I either of you feel like the use of that word is absolutely necessary or do you feel like 
based no, on not. well ba- based it's on what not. we said can you understand why it's like all right. yeah no i mean i understood it before you said it but but like but like i also understood the context when Britney said it uh-huh. and so i wouldn't have gotten outraged when she said I'm not it saying and i think that, that we're and outraged. i think and i think that anyone that listens to this podcast mm-hmm. that decides to pick that out they were being malicious towards her mm-hmm. while understanding the context because they knew that her saying that word didn't offend their child with autism they did they weren't offended unless they were just looking you you know how but the maybe nigga it wear, hurts uh, them. the nigga that the wears the person who has the child of autism and 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 that's what i I'm getting like at right that's... is that is that but 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 see here's the deal there's a dude that goes into the club all the time with fresh white air force ones on <laughs> and he steps his foot out and he just waits for a nigga oh. to step on his shoes <laughs> yes. because he wanted to fight yes like yes. like he he put my his foot out there and when it, a nigga my stepped mama on mama his foot it. Oh my then God. it's like, oh, I got to fight this dude. So there are certain people that just by nature 100%. were 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 looking to fight. Yes. Fake, I always say that there's, outrage, there's the out, three types of people, cultures. right? You right. either want to fight, be right, or you want to win. And some people just want to fight. Right. And so when if, if, if they took her usage of that word and then just started attacking her, then I know what that is, right? It's like, all right, you, you kind of knew what she was saying just, or whatever. But I do hear what you guys are saying. And, and, and it is something that we could develop from. I just don't gotta like be us progressive. to feel so we gotta be progressive. limited that, that, that we become afraid to express ourselves. Because that is the experience wait, right. sometimes. Wait, wait, wait. I want to say something really quick, Casey. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why I just thought of this, but I used to say something about whooping that ass or something. Oh, my God. Did you see this article that came out about the workers suing McDonald's? Because they said they lowered the counters and people been jumping the counters <laughs> whooping their ass. What? So they what? decided to sue. They said McDonald's created an unsafe workplace with the redesign. <laughs> so they said because the counters are lower, the counters are lower that people can easily come over no. it and get in that ass. Aren't those the handicapped counters? <laughs> I no, don't all know. The counters are like but wow. I said, and it may be. Wow. I'm like, how much shit are y'all been talking? <laughs> when this became a problem, right? Where you like they hopping the counters, whooping our ass, right? And I don't know why we I just thought bars. of that. We but there's bars. a lawsuit. There's a lawsuit going on right that now because ridiculous. the workers are tired of getting their ass Listen, beat. That's why when you go in the most heralds, you're ordering behind a bulletproof Absolutely. glass. They like, nah, we already know y'all ain't shit in this community. And those are the way. best tasting chickens, a- ain't it? Ain't um, it? <laughs> but, but what fear, I will, what death, I will say, the fear of death when you eating wings. What I will say to on that that point out is I I agree with you and I do think that it is important to uh, understand context and the the intent behind it and where it came from and all of that and so I think as a as a group like for me I may not quote like check Britney in public I mean I did just say politely like we should probably retire that you um, checked but, her earlier though but as our as her friends or just like. You know, when you have friends, and I think this is probably more relevant to white folks than anybody. Like, when you have friends that say, mm. like, a bunch of racist Whoa, whoa. When you have friends that say a bunch of racist shit or just make, like, really inappropriate comments or sexist jokes, like, I think it is on us to pull them to the side and just be like, yo, <laughs> you gotta... No, I, I agree with you, Casey. And, and, and to even tap back into the situation that Omar was telling me about yesterday... Like he witnessed, like he so like without going into all the specifics, he uh, had a um, a coworker that uh, was kind of sharing that you know she was encountering some like 
like inappropriate behavior from men at work. Mm-hmm. And he was aware of like the way that one of the situations played out. And so, you know, in the back of his mind, a piece in was thinking like, like, why is it that all of this stuff just keeps happening to her? Like, is it like, is it her a little bit like, or is she kind of instigating some of this stuff or whatever? And so they went out to lunch and she starts like kind of really explaining through the situation. He's like, I, I may have felt this way in the past, but as I'm like, the entire time we sat together, I witnessed a situation occur that he kind of was in shock. Like, did this dude really just like say something that was a little like, you know, an, an insinuation that was inappropriate in a corporate environment and then even went towards like either touching her hair or doing something that was just like really creepy, you know. And so afterwards, she like kind of came at home like did you see that now you see what i'm talking about and he was like yeah and she said something and he was like i wanted to say something but i was so kind of in awe and in shock i didn't even know how to respond you know and then he was talking about how they had gone to lunch and like the guy goes and you know the like the the bus boy uh goes and he's collecting all the dishes and everything and he's like man yeah you have a nice day Mm." and just being highly inappropriate and he's like and, and and it was just such a like cathartic experience to him to to recognize shit. Like I've only been with her for like an hour, hour and a half, and I've seen this woman get harassed basically like three times. And the point that she was making was like, you know, one of the situations that occurred at work, she did address it to her direct manager just in the event that potentially it may become an issue later. But then the manager, because he was concerned from a corporate space of not taking it to HR, took it to HR, got escalated quickly. And now this woman's been sitting in like six meetings a day on top of an already hectic schedule. And so she's being forced to make the decision. Do I want to deal with all of that nonsense and be the, the person that's considered like creating a ruckus or do I just deal with it? Right. Mm-hmm. And that's what most women unfortunately have to do is just deal with it. And even as he's telling this situation, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking like, well, maybe she could have handled it this way. Right. And that is mansplaining. And and I had to even check myself because the reality of it is, is that it should not have had to happen at all. Right. And 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 it's so wild because I think I come from a place, you know, you know, we talk about victim blaming. And I think the reason that I have a tendency to victim blame un- unintentionally because I hold myself accountable. Anytime a situation occurs, I always ask, was there anything different that I can do? And not that I'm blaming myself, but just to ensure that the shit don't happen again. Right. Mm-hmm. I may understand that that was the perpetrator, but shit, I will no longer walk down dark alleys. Right. Like I didn't that didn't happen because I walked down a dark alley. But if I want to prevent it moving forward, then I'm going to dodge doing that. Right. And so. It, it was it was a unique conversation to have with Omar because I was like, where is the where is the line between and, 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 and I'm saying this specifically and, and I can ask uh, uh, both of you and even you specifically, Casey, because I know that you tend to be very forward thinking when it comes to stuff like this. Not that Brittany isn't, but I know that Brittany sometimes can think like, you know, like like niggas do. Like, <laughs> all right, I ain't going to do that. Right. But I'm curious to know how you feel about this, because when. When Omar said that he was accused, like in the conversation of what well, nah, Omar, that's mansplaining, I pushed back a little bit. And he, he may have been in that in that regard. But I was like, there are times where you may have some valuable advice that can hopefully curtail her having to experience that again. Right. So it, 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 and it's like but what she told me is that how we 
tell white people they need to speak up when it comes to black right. issues right. is the same way men need, need to, speak to speak up. up. It's not, it shouldn't be and on I, her. No, and it I agree with that. It should be us checking our fellow men. I agree with that. So what, that to me is it. stage one. Like, don't check me. Check your check your guy. No, no, and and I agree with that. But the danger in in it just leaving at that is that you're not going to always be there to protect her, right? right? So if you had some information that can say, how could I potentially maybe moving forward? Of okay, you've tried these three things. Maybe try this because I just don't want you getting assaulted. I don't want to have to bite my tongue but because that, I'm being that's accused what she said of mansplaining. Was mansplaining right? That's, right, that and that's why I was like, Shit. as if she hasn't tried all these things already. And, and, and she may that, have. That's and she is mansplaining. Like you're telling her something she already, she's already fucking done. knows. Right, right. And you're trying to say, well, here's how I would deal with it. Right, <laughs> and right. Like, and, and, I, and I've I get been that. there already. I get that. And, and that's why it's mansplaining because it's like. You don't know what it's like. So right? what happens? I, but what happens when we start biting our tongues and then yeah. we just don't say anything? And it's like, oh well, I'll protect you. Now we and now we turn into the savior, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, she can't defend herself. Let me do it for you, right? N- now we're getting blamed for that. Oh, oh, I'm not. I'm not a damsel in distress. I can do this on my own. Right. Like it's like damned if you do, damned if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like because I got some information. I think some women are more outspoken than others too. Yeah, and, I, and that's true. So you asked my like opinion. I don't think Britney could be sexually harassed. I think you would say something. It doesn't mean she can't be sexually harassed. Look, no, I, I'm not saying she can't be. I'm saying, but I feel like might. she would be aggressive. She like might, would, but it doesn't. You would call it out. I mean, all right. Yeah, I, I've been sexually harassed and I call it out. No, I'm not. On this quiet. podcast? No, not on this podcast. <laughs> I'll be about to. I'll be about to cuss you out, dude. Like, no, I no, I am. I'm loud. But so I'm saying, I'm what, how do you, right, victim. like, how do you handle that? Being sexually harassed? Yeah, like, let's say if a guy, like, hits you with the shoulder massage. Get your motherfucking <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what the fuck are you doing, you, G? I feel like that's you who you are, up. right? Like, but she's not that person, right? But I feel <laughs> like it's so like, what the fuck, fuck are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you make everyone in the office feel uh, awkward. Like, yes. What, what just happened? I've done it. A motherfucker said something to me and I said, I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what you just say? No, I ain't even say no nah, nigga, what you just say? What you say? Say it again. Say it again. You started squaring up on <laughs> yeah. it. Say it again. Because she was saying like some dude like touched her thigh. Who? At work, and I was like, kind of oh. like, kind of like that Asian did Casey and that oh time. Touch your knees, <laughs> your knees. Touch your knees. These are nice. Knees. No, don't put nigga. your hands on me, G. Don't put your hands on me. No, I think that I, I, every every woman kind of deals with that a little differently, and, I, and I think that men kind of have the R. Kelly syndrome. You know, they they know which bitch to fuck with, mm. and that because they they know they're pulling they can get it, they're trying with. to pull it, they're right? And some it. of them miss mistake it because i had a situation actually i was just talking to my guy about this um the other day because we had a work event where we went um we have like a conference that we go to every year and we go to one of the campuses so we in out of town at this work event this happened i want to say two years ago and um, uh, we were getting ready. I was getting ready to go to my room to go to bed, but a couple coworkers wanted to go to a lounge down the street. And so it's cold as fuck because this, this conference happens like in December every year. And these motherfuckers wanted to walk. Okay, so you know me. I'm like, gee, I'm not walking nowhere. Long story short, they get me to walk to this fucking place. One of my coworkers, white guy, he is clearly off of something. He's sweating. 
He's moving real fast. You know, I'm looking at this motherfucker like this nigga is wired, right? Like I just knew he had snorted like some cocaine. There's something, right? He's he on one. The, he went to the snow party. You know what I'm saying? He's on one. And so we in this bitch, we get to buying drinks and everything. So I go up to the bar to buy me a drink. He was like, oh, I got it. I got your first drink or whatever. And I'm like, nah, you ain't got to do that. He was like, nah, I got it. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, I ain't going to tell you no twice. You know what I'm saying? So the first drink he bought, but I was standing at the bar when he when he bought it. So I grabbed a drink. I walked back to the group. Now he comes back over to the group and he's mad, you know, touchy-feely and shit. So the first time so he kind of... describe touchy-feely. Like he's, like he took his hand and he like, like he was going to hug me, but like from the side, you know mm. what I'm saying? He like did that he little could. back, like the smalls of the back thing? No, nope, not, no, nope, oh, no. Nope. Okay. He wasn't, he, he was testing the waters, I felt. He was pulling he me. Put he put his pulling. hand around my shoulder, but like bringing me close to him, like he was uh, trying to hug me. And so I kind of like leaned in. I was like, what you on? And so he was like, oh, this is my song, right? Okay. So I finished my drink. It's a Jack and Coke, you know? Mm -hmm. And so... Right, creature of habit. So he go, Oh, you done. He was like, Let me go get you another drink. So I ain't thinking he shit about to get it. You drunk. He goes to give me another drink. He said, I'm so he comes close back this. with the drink. Hold on, he comes back with the drink. And so I take the drink. I'm drinking. We all having a good time. And he go again. Now he trying to get a little too close. Now he didn't leaned up against me and he didn't try to like kiss me, like like kiss me on my cheek or kiss me on my face somewhere. So my coworker caught it in a picture at the very moment, at that very moment she was taking a picture. So I turned to him. I was like, hey, keep your motherfucking hands off me, G. You said that. Yes. And you called him G. Yes. What did he say? Because I was about to call him a nigga. And he's white. And so I was like. Is he a white nigga? Oh, he's a white shit. Boy. Yes. But is oh. he a white nigga? Oh, right. No. Right. He had like. Dreadlocks? Blonde hair and mm. all this other shit. So I said, hey, keep your motherfucking hands off me. G, like, don't be trying to kiss me. What are you doing? So and he thinks it's say? a game. He's he's joking and it playing around. It turned him on even more. Right. So yeah. I turned back to the group, and I'm like, what the fuck is up with him, right? So we steady drinking. You know, he's acting weird, like steady, like looking at me and shit, being real odd. You know, he comes back over. He rubs up against me, like his back, like up against me and shit. Back so I to said, back. Right. We took some photos like that. Stupid. So I turn around and say, hey. I, so I called his name, right? I said, "Would you st stop for real? Like it's not even funny no you more." I'm gonna need down. you to. I'm gonna need you to chill. He like, "Hey, you done with your drink? I'm gonna go get you another drink." I said, "And also too, don't get me shit else." I'm like, "Don't get me shit else, cause now I feel like you about to put some in it, and I'm gonna have to beat your ass out here in this in this bar." Is and that what you said? That's exactly what I said. Oh my goodness! You I said, said I'm gonna beat that ass. I said I'm gonna beat your ass. In this bar. Because I feel that. like you're about to put something in it. Because it's clear he's on something. Mm. It's clear. He's sweating. Wait, and you had it's to see him again after this, right? Did he apologize? We were in training. But did he apologize? All week. No. So wait, it's not over. So it's his behavior. It's, it, was, it was weird. It's how he does it. It was weird. So... After I tell him that, like, hey, don't buy me another drink. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like you about to put something in it and I'm going to have to beat your ass in here. And that's really what's going to happen. Mm. And so at this point, though, I'm, I've am i gotten so, it's so tense between me and him. And he's playing around. Security, but you dead ass serious, though. I'm dead ass serious. Uh -huh. Security peeps it. So the police come over. A white police officer mm. comes over. And arrest you. No. 
That is so A ignorant. white police officer comes over and he says ma'am, to come me, with me, he says to me, ma'am, is everything okay? And so I kind of looked at him and I was like, I got it for now. And he was like, well, I'm at the door. Mm. And I was like, okay. He's like, I have a fake Gucci belt in the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> It so, comes with long prison time. This motherfucker, <laughs> he thinks it's a game. He thinks it's a joke. So there, we were all, it was a mix, mixed of us that came together. And the police officer saw us come in together. You know what I mean? And so he goes to the bar. He buys me another drink, right? Mm. So the So these three guy, drinks, this is three drinks. This is the third time's a charm. This is the third drink. Three times a charm. He's like, this third one's going to get her. Right. <laughs> So she the, gonna think there's I'm a funny black now. guy. <laughs> there's a black guy that's with us, and he's kind of a big guy that's in our office or whatever. And so he was watching the whole thing because every time he would do a walk off, I would look at them like, "What in the fuck is up? Like, what is he doing?" Right. Mm-hmm. And so I put the drink down, and I was like, "Didn't I tell you not to buy another fucking drink?" Now, mind you, the music is playing, but I'm loud, and like my my stand, like my whole body, everything is off. Everything what is, kind of is drink very were bad. You getting? It was my Jack and Coke. Okay. But I didn't want him to purchase shit else because at this right. point I didn't trust Jack Roofy. Right. You know what I'm and saying? You can't, I didn't you trust can't tell him. Jack Daniels. Jack Daniels, you know, so you do some things on Jack Daniels. My other coworker stood up, he grabbed the drink, and he started drinking it. He was like, nah, he ain't dumb. He ain't what dumb. What do you mean? What do you He's mean? not dumb. Like he didn't poison it. Like he didn't do it. So like he he didn't put nothing in it. So he started drinking it to prove like if you did do something to this then it's going to happen to me and I'm like, I'm I got you now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And he kind of looked at him or whatever and he Was just he interested off. too? Who, no, he would, no. He Maybe wasn't. he was like, I got you. No, stupid. But no, it was just one <laughs> of those. And then he started sectioning the rest. No. <laughs> like for the rest of the night. It's, and it's just one of those crazy I got things. your drinks from now on. Because I got the shit in a picture. Like me and my other coworker we kind of like laugh about it today, two years later. She's like, girl, like, he, I really think he was on something because, mm. like, he was. He really, hasn't done that he wasn't again listening after. But he didn't do that after. To you at he all. didn't apologize. He, he didn't, didn't do that apologize. After. And he didn't behave that way after. And then, so mind you, we're supposed to be there for We were there for, like, training. Okay. And this happens every year. But did he behave like that after, is my question. No. And he never. Addressed it. No, you people don't like it. it. Didn't happen. And the next morning, we were supposed to be in the training at like eight a.m. They had to go up to his room and get him at mm. like ten thirty. He had never showed up. He was definitely on something. Training. He yeah. was so, off. Awesome so it was. For sure. It was. That's. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that's an incident. But do you have one where it was consistently happening and how you dealt? Consist- no, it won't like where you dealt with because right. you, you shut it down, yeah. right? And Casey, what about do you do? You, do you shut? Like I think you're more outspoken, right? Right. Like you and shut so down. that's what but I was Casey, saying. But Casey, do you feel like you're the outspoken type? Yes. I feel case. I'm confident that if Casey feels like something's gonna happen, because you let some lady touch your knees. No, she did not let that bitch touch her knees. That bitch touched her knees, and Casey was about to kick her in her face. She's like, "What the fuck?" And then the bitch had to explain the knee touching. Because uh, Isaac, you've 
been sexually harassed. I think we were together in the bathroom. See, he remember he 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 likes to tell this. I knew it was going. (laughs) You knew it was coming. This is favorite story, and I know Isaac was outspoken. I know you were favorite story to tell. And very firm, I was. And And very firm, firm. and I had to leave. I never heard his voice get that deep. I felt like a piece of meat. His voice went James Earl Jones deep in his bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) I am a straight man. (laughs) I just said like that, nigga. I first I just said I'm a straight man. I'm super straight. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, y'all. Casey, Casey, we back. Um, so. We had a couple of our uh, loyal listeners, some who um, I think were just kind of curious now that things have progressed so so far as far as the Colin Kaepernick situation. They wanted to know our opinion on what's been going on because our last episode, the uh, workout hadn't happened yet. And so I think... Everyone, it, people just seem kind of curious. And as much as I didn't want to talk about Colin Kaepernick ever again, uh, we're back here and it's for the culture. We're doing this for the culture. For the culture. Yeah. Hey, totally for the culture. Yes. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Do you want to um, introduce the podcast first? Oh, oh, no, 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 no. We just riding through this one. Are we, we going to yeah, just go yeah, through Yeah, we just going to ride yeah, through this. Yeah, okay. I, I was looking at the time. I was like, yeah, man. We, yeah, you know, this okay, is, they uh, ain't even got to know who we time, are. Like, uh, yeah, they don't even have to know who we are. This is Casey, Brittany, Isaac, right, and Omar, and we are with the I got to take Brittany shopping at the Baby Gap. So we gotta get out of here. <laughs> baby gap. I don't want no motherfucking baby gap. So just for anybody who's new to the shit, uh, typically we do talk about love and relationships, but you know this one is for the culture. So we, if we ain't done right. shit else, this has been for the culture, right? Like, because because as you just pointed out, uh, uh, we had a listener that that asked us to to tap back into this situation yeah. after because remember we were recording it on the Saturday. Yes. Before the workout no, fiasco that, occurred, sa- it was happening that Saturday. It was happening that Saturday. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. We were and so, and so we were hyped up, and so mm-hmm. you had to listen to that, and the next, like literally, the next day, not even then. Like no, it was hours night. afterwards. We were texting one another, like, "Damn, do we scrap this episode?" Because, <laughs> <laughs> and throughout the entire week, there's been a bunch of stuff that's been happening, and so now, a week later, we get an opportunity to hopefully have a very uh, calibrated response. Now that we've heard everybody's opinions, mm-hmm. so so hopefully we can really approach this in a very level-headed way of of what we think occurred and 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 what are our you know uh, <laughs> points or ideas or opinions as it relates to just what transpired. So yeah. with that being said, uh, you can take it. Well. Away. Um, I'm gonna I'm I'm kinda gonna let you guys run with most of this because I don't have a, a ton of opinions any longer. I'm a little bit turned off by all of it, but um I did want to make a quick point on uh I think it was Terrell Owens who made the comment that uh the one guy the white guy is blacker than Stephen A. Smith. What's the guy who who's the guy who's re, who's referring? Yeah, that to? Uh, Max Kellerman, I believe. Yeah, uh, because Max Kellerman, uh, you know, evaluated it from you know obviously an objective perspective, but he sided with Colin Kaepernick and the fact that like no one would sign this waiver and uh, what Colin did was actually pretty strategic and it was protecting himself or whatever. Um, the reason. I push back against what T.O. said. Number one, T.O. is probably not the person who should make comments like that. Um, and number two, with everything that um, uh, 
we have been talking about today and just, I think our podcast as a whole, like we've touched on things like that. Um, I don't, I think it's kind of shitty to aid, like sum up a person based on their opinion about something on one thing. And then to also not acknowledge that, Stephen A. Smith can't take his blackness off. So regardless of whatever you want to say that this particular newscaster had great things to say about Colin Kaepernick, I understand why you feel like maybe he was more reasonable or more on the side of the culture or whatever. But fuck that. Like, I just I don't like that narrative. And I know a couple of people have agreed with T.O. on that. And maybe he didn't take the most you know for the culture stance on things and kind of chastise Colin in the news I just don't like when anybody says like they they want to take your black card or or this white person is invited to the cookout and you're not like fuck out of here like I I have to be black every day and that shit can't get turned off and just because this white dude is being like your savior right now like fuck that so that's that's my uh quick point on on Tio's comments but you guys go ahead um for me this whole situation about the waiver really kind of um pissed me off well actually the entire situation um I was really excited about seeing what would come from this workout for Colin because to me I thought that this was what he wanted I thought that this was really ultimately what he was fighting for in order to of course you know Justice, of course, first, and then, of you know, to be to not be blackballed and to be able to have a fighting chance in the NFL. I felt like teams shied away from him because the NFL and um, Colin were in a legal battle, you know, and, and they didn't want to respectfully kind of get involved. I think as a team owner, if I was in that position, I would have probably done the same, you know, being black and all like, wait, you still in the NFL. I don't want to have any liability in that. So until that mess is done, you know, I, I can't fuck with you. And in my opinion, I felt like this was an opportunity for Colin to really be able to say, OK, all this time I've been grinding, all this time I've been working. You know what I'm saying? I have my beliefs, which he should be, be able to have in any work environment and still be gainfully employed. You feel me? So I felt like this was going to be great. For this shit to come down to a disagreement on a waiver that was issued to his team earlier in the week really blew my motherfucking mind. Like, you mean to tell me that at the last minute, you knew when you got the waiver, people, that y'all didn't like it. And according to them, they sent the waiver back with revisions. Okay, the waiver basically stated that um, this tryout session was not guaranteeing him a job. Okay, it also was trying to take the liability off of the NFL as far as any injuries that could occur. Seems fair to me. And also saying that he couldn't sue them in the event. Basically, of course, he was injured or if the shit didn't go his way. Basically, this was just the NFL giving him an opportunity to try out and um, allowing him to use one of the NFL facilities. But they weren't covering him medically. They wasn't guaranteeing him or promising him anything. They were just giving him the stage and allowing the teams to come and, and view him. That's it. 
Okay. And in my opinion, I think that he got this waiver because it also stated too in there that they wanted to only use the NFL's like recording crew and they only wanted to use the um, basically the people that they put in place or whatever to run the tryout. And he wanted to use his own like receivers and and things like that. Okay, very small shit that he wanted to change. But I don't think not enough to the point where you at the very last minute day of change the location to make it where for some teams it would take them an hour to get to the fucking location. Okay, Stephen A. Smith even mentioned that. To do the shit at a fucking high school, you need all kinds of fucking waivers just to do that. So how the hell was he able to even fucking hold a tryout at the fucking high school, at that facility? Unless it was something that was potentially done earlier. But he just, he just didn't release that information to those that needed to know it until the very last minute. Okay, again, you playing games. You know what I'm saying? Um, Michael Vick went to jail for... Dog fighting, right? You know what I'm saying? Comes out of jail. He did what? Three years in jail? Enough years. Dog fighting. Yeah. Comes out, tries out, gets picked up, and shows out. Does his thing. Everything that we knew Michael Vick could do. Everything he did before he went in. Shows the fuck out. Right? So you can't tell me or make me fucking believe that. And I hate to use the word redemption or I hate to use the word. I hate to use that word because I don't want to feel like you're doing anybody a fucking favor. But in this situation, that's exactly kind of what it was. Well, people felt people felt weirded out because the the tryout was held on a Saturday where normally it's done on a Tuesday. Right. Typically, that's when it's done when when teams try try out players in the middle of the scene they they do it on a tuesday when niggas ain't got shit to do niggas is usually really busy on a saturday because they getting prepared for sunday you know so people were weirded out about that they 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 want to put the conspiracy behind that they felt like the circumstances weren't ideal ideal right but to me i felt like if the nfl could have profited profited off of this they took the opportunity to do so. So putting it on a different day where you would have the media kind of like heightened to see what the fuck is going on. I kind of think that's where the move, this move was. It wasn't really about trying to fuck Colin. It was more so about like, okay, we finna give him this tryout. So how can we also benefit from it as well? Right? So let's, Let's do it on a different day. Let's do it on a Saturday, right before football Sunday. Because on football Sunday, what they going to be doing? Talking about it from Saturday. You know what I mean? It's fresh on their mind. It just happened. Let's benefit from this shit. Let's, we want to change the narrative. We want to change our outlook and, and the perception that people have on us that we don't give a fuck. So let's put it in front of everybody. So for the people who didn't even know that it would happen on Saturday, you now know because you're watching Football Sunday and every motherfucking body is talking about it. Right? So ain't nobody just going to do some shit without getting something out of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the fucking day, I felt like he jagged this shit and you pulled the diva roll. Then you had the audacity to get up there mm. and fucking say, oh, I've been ready to work. They know I've been ready to work. Come holler at me. He had the, I read in the fucking um, one of these fucking articles where he had the audacity to tell one of them teams, um, whoever came out to see them, tell your owner to stop being scared. Bitch. Oh, no. Oh, no. He, he, he said he that, did say like, that openly. Okay. He he, he yeah, said no, he all said of them it. and yeah. Roger Goodell stopped running. Yeah. So <laughs> he told him to stop running. Yeah, stop running. Stop running. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, fucking try out. Yeah. Be 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 exceptional. 
Do your do do what the fuck you claim that you say that you can fucking do. But what you did was you 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 created a fucking circus. Well, you created a shit okay. show. You had an opportunity to have so many teams see you. So and it ended up only being eight. Yeah. So here's the deal. Um, I think to assume that either party was operating in good faith is. I don't assume that. I, 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 I think you were. Both I, I think to, that people saying that the NFL, of course, wanted to protect themselves. I think that's true. Um, but for an organization that settled with him and paid him, I I don't know if they admitted fault. I can't remember, but I, it was clear that it was collusion to not to blackball him. Like him not having a job for all these years, the NFL didn't fucking want him to have a job. And so for from his perspective, I don't agree with that. Okay. From his perspective, I think he had to protect himself as well in the narrative of what was going to be put out about him. And any attorney, anyone that I've ever uh, seen or that I, I know personally or um, that have been online, every single one of them was like, if he was my client, there's no way I would let him sign that waiver just based on the language that was in it. Um, and so I think to just say that he was making a spectacle and he doesn't want to play and I don't, here's my thing about both sides of it. It's fine that they wanted to do this workout, but just like with Eric Reed and all of this shit, like if they, if the NFL is so trash and you sued them and they're oppressive to you and they have all these oppressive policies and all that shit, why do you want to work for them at all? Like I wouldn't, there are other leagues. I'm not saying they're obviously as popular. The NFL is obviously the most um, prestigious one, if you will. But like, I wouldn't even want, if I'm Kaepernick, I would never want to work for them again, especially after it's like, say you file suit against your employer and you got to keep working there and act like ain't shit happen. Like that shit's fucking bizarre to me. But now, because I don't think that so it's what everybody's trying to I'm, make it. I'm, like, I'm about to throw it to Omar because I like to know what he thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get his perspective. But um, the one thing that I wanted to share uh, with uh, about what you said about what attorneys are saying of Colin Kaepernick was my um, client. I would advise him not to sign that. The reason I don't like when people say that is because, of course, a fucking attorney wouldn't want them to sign something that says you can't sue because then the attorney can't make money. And that's the thing that people don't realize, right? Like at that point, having an attorney becomes null and void. Oh no, don't sign this thing because that nullifies me being able to have you on retainer or you have me on retainer. I keep you on retainer. Why would that stop it? They had, they sign contracts all the time. Because, because, because it's, but I don't think that it's, it's, I don't think it's primarily just about his self-interest or the opportunity. I think it's It's lawyers are here to lawyer. You know what I'm saying? They're here to sue people. And so the moment that there's a clause that say you can't sue, it means that you nullify his influence, his or her influence. I get the waiver. The waiver made perfect "Eh." sense for the NFL to protect For the NFL, it did. absolutely. And I didn't didn't feel like that was something that was grimy. I read the waiver. And and it it made sense because it's like, you already sued us. You got all of these people. You, You already sued us. And I, I, like Omar said last week, you can't force a team to sign right. him. So in the event that everybody see you, you really shine out, but for whatever reason, you don't fit in a certain team's, you know, program, or maybe some of them are just questioning how you're going to work inside the locker room and they decide not to 
you know, sign you, we don't want this to be the next thing to say, well, man, he hit every pass. He hit every receiver he threw. But then when we started giving him the personal interview questions, Nigga, there was no asking, defense on the field. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly, right? So so it's like, Casey, like that people, was really funny. It was that really funny. <laughs> <laughs> of course he made every pass. <laughs> it, was, it was, right? So the thing Casey, is, is that I don't know a, that is really a, funny. That's, a, and that's that a narrative that they're like, like they're, they're protecting, you know, their As flank. They should. They're protecting and their flank. The NFL, this is a multi-billion dollar organization. There's no way we don't make a, a certain. Dollars. Yeah. I'm going to make you sign a waiver. I'm gonna make you sign to a waiver. To make sure you don't sue me again. And that also, this this is not a guarantee of employment. It's not. I, I went with an interview. I don't understand what the it's fucking problem is. But I, it's an I think I Stephen A. Smith called it out though, and and it's very clear. Imagine. If I showed up to work on Monday with a shirt that says Black Lives Don't Matter and I'm going for a promotion, how that's going to come across, right? This nigga showed up with a Kunta Kente shirt. Right. Like, seriously, right. really? That's what we doing? Right. That's the, what we and doing. then you get the throw out. You know what I mean? Like, you right. going very... Again, we just talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, you go into a job interview... And you know this is where the culture is. You need to put on the suit. You need to be well-groomed. And you go in there with the opposite. And so if you don't get hired, now you can talk shit. Now you can talk shit. Because that was the reason why you went in there. To say, I came in there and they didn't hire me. I came as who I am. But it's like, really? Did you you really want a job? Or were you just going there so you can have a narrative and a story to tell? Because I read this... um, this journalist who made a good point, he was like, um, you know, with Colin, you know, there was a lot of people rooting for him. A lot of people hoping that this day would have been successful for him. You know, um, however, I think that he actually this is this is the uh, journalist talking. However, I think that he actually proved the opposite and actually proved those those people who um, were rooting against him. Right. Like. In the way that it was handled, you proved to any team that you would that would be considering you, considering to pick you up. Okay, yeah, you got the fundamentals. Your game is decent. However, it's that personality fit. It's that attitude. Right. You still on the same shit right. though. You still well, on that bullshit. So I'm going to sign you to bring all that bullshit to my right. team, to my organization. No. You can't even show up to the fucking shit right. You can't even communicate changes correctly. Mm-hmm. And and you're still creating smoke where no smoke is necessary. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? So what? Just, yes. just really- and so that fucks with me too because I, I would think that too. Right. Like, you know, not even a white or black thing. I could be the blackest motherfucking owner for like the Miami Dolphins who need somebody Immediately, they and I got one of money. Us. Yes. They need one of us, and I got team. money to <laughs> spend. I would be sitting. I would be sitting in Atlanta, <laughs> pissed. Yeah. So I would be like, "Fuck this shit, yo! I'm not doing really, it." Really quickly, um, to your point, and just to kind of uh, circle back to what we were talking about earlier, and how um, you know Omar had mentioned that noise uh, equals, uh, you know, or that you know. They, they take over shit in silence. Um, and what we didn't talk about was that noise equals disruption and white people right. don't like disruption. Right. Um, right. I think one of the things that we, uh, while I understand like 
everything that everyone is saying and what I really love about our podcast and which is why a lot of people probably will disagree with us um, is that the four of us think a lot like owners because a lot of us are in leadership positions and plan to be owners of of things. Uh, So we're always coming from a place of leadership. And what would I do if I ran this organization or, you know, if I'm the the face of, of this company or what have you? Um, but at the same time, without disruption, there w- there's never change in, in any aspect, whether it's a private organization or public or what have you. Um, there were times where, you know, women had to wear skirts to work every day, you know, a variation of things that had we not um, had people not made noise about stuff, if they didn't disrupt the status quo, if they didn't say, regardless of if I'm wearing a Kunta Kinte shirt, regardless of if I'm uh, moving things, because y'all the one that switched some shit up at the last minute as well. The NFL made some changes at the last minute as well. Um, I don't have to bend over. I didn't say that I needed this, this workout to happen, but I've been ready. Um, So I agree with, with what you guys are saying. Um, So, but at the same time, I do think that we, like, like, uh, Muhammad Ali was a disruptor and we look back on him and we say, holy smokes, if it wasn't for him, he's the greatest of all time. If it wasn't for him, things would be very different now. Um, but he was working though. He wanted to work. There's a difference. Well, yes. But at the same time, like. And he was going against the government, I not know. the boxing. I, I understand league, that. I'm right? just saying it's, in a it's two different enemies. in an overall perspective, I think that it, in history, Colin Kaepernick will be proven to to be more on the right side of the of history than the NFL was. Um, but I do have to cut his balls. Yeah. So uh, Omar did though want me to mention what I'm thankful for because we do have a holiday coming up. I'm gonna eat. I'm still about to make my point. Yes, I'm gonna let you do that because I unfortunately, unfortunately, you guys just to be very transparent. Mm. uh, Casey got some things she got to do. So, so, so she's gonna gonna, she's gonna exit uh, (laughs) as we wrap. You know, but but go ahead, Casey. Are you you are you? uh, What time you meeting them, Casey? Don't at four o'clock or four (laughs) thirty. Um. We know you an hour back, yes, so is it? it a, um, it's a self care day. I have to get three thirty brunch. Is, is it brunch? I have to get my nails done. I have an appointment, so his name is Jamal. Um, Priorities. Priorities. And he got an African uh, shiki. No, he got coat. on that African sports coat. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. The nigga that she, she sent us in the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like my little booth out. Can we not? Can we not? The Wakanda looking nigga. Right. Wakanda forever. What you thankful for? What I'm thankful for, uh, actually, is you guys uh, this year. Um, the past, took my answer. that's a cop no, out. No, 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 no we're not answer. doing that, Casey. We no, 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 no. It's it's more. Um, it's it's bigger than that. I think. I, I you know, I think that so many. Is it bigger than Nino Brown? Though? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> that was good. I think so many. You know, they say you can't choose your family, and I think in in this particular case i chose y'all to be my family don't do it i'm gonna please cry. don't cry because do it. it's not that big a deal but i got an ugly crap and too. i just i really like i just appreciate the evolution of this the space that we're in not necessarily us but just in general like i was thinking about this year and how um actually i was thinking about when i got old which is very strange um 
and how things have changed to a point where society is not so hell bent on things going the way it goes. So I was thinking about like if I was old and in like a, a nursing home or whatever, I think that like we would all kind of be lit like on the same page. And I was just very pumped about the idea Uh-oh. of the Uh-oh. fact that Pumping. like, <laughs> right. I was just really excited about it. I don't know what, not to be old and be in an old folks home, but just that like nothing is the same anymore. I do love tradition still and all of that, but I just, I don't know. I just think that we are in a space where we can create what our future is going to look like. And that makes me excited and thankful that I'm in a country and in a, in a society that allows that. Very warm. Cause you could be a Hong Kong. I right could. Now, like, right? And that'd be a different experience. So Love it. Yeah. I appreciate you, Casey. Thank you so much for hosting this amazing podcast and Brittany? having me on it. Yes. Brittany, uh, what are you thankful yeah. for? Um, yeah, so I'm, of course. And I'm going to um, hit you in the background, but continue. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm thankful for this nigga then put on music. Um, I'm thankful for, um, of course, you guys, um, my family. And um, my mental space. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm just kind of in a place right now where shit um, just kind of has to happen. So I'm kind of um, on a different, like, wavelength. So, like, sleep, eating, and shit happens or maybe not. You know what I'm saying? So... I'm thankful for, um, you know, just my grind and my ambition and where I'm at mentally because it's um, definitely going to get me to where I want to be when it comes to 2020. So, yeah. That's good. All right, Omar, it's on you. Omar, what do you... got the music playing. Hold what on. You, what, you, what, you, what you thankful for? <laughs> I was trying to figure out what that was. It's a beautiful song. Jesus yeah, Christ. I played it while you it it went with perfect when you were talking. Jesus Christ! But what I am really thankful for, uh, not to steal anyone's thunder, mm. but I'm thankful for you guys, and for many different reasons. Individually, I feel like I get to know you more and more each time we hang out. And me, you know, I feel like sometimes our relationships are very superficial sometimes because we have a common element and a common bond. But really getting to know each and every one of you with every interaction is my goal. And I'm thankful that I'm able to do that with each and every interaction because I think it's important to get to know the people you're around. And it's like you love them, but it's like, how do I really get to know you like like i know you from a, a surface standpoint but getting to know you from uh a way that your family knows you mm. and people can speak about you getting to know you that's what i'm thankful for that i've actually leveled up in that regard so mm. i'm thankful that to have you guys and you guys let me be a part of your life so that's dope oh because i've noticed that in you i like it yeah, yeah, and and for me, uh, what I'm what I'm thankful for is I'm I'm kind of echoing the same sent- uh, sentiments, you know, and I've 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 always appreciated my family, 
right? And so to add even with, you know, um, the point that Brittany made about how, you know, you can't choose your family. Oh, no, I think it was Casey that said that, how you can't choose uh, your family. But you guys are my family, right? And and even beyond just tequila tales, right? Don't mind like, me, Isaac. Just keep talking. I'm gotcha, going to hit you with the gotcha, music. Gotcha. <laughs> I think it's important. Gotcha. So one of the things that I recognized uh, was how much, like like how, this is a hilarious song. I cannot. <laughs> Stop it. But one of the things that I really appreciate about my life, I've always said that I'm the Warren Buffett of relationships and and i've said that for a while right but like i am i am (laughs) blessed in the regard of i've done something good in a past life right where i've had an opportunity during this incarnation to meet a lot of amazing people and establish relationships that are so not surface right and it's hilarious to me when i hear people say things about their friends oh you gotta watch oh you can't do business with your friend i'm always hearing all this stuff and i'm like i would not want to have a business if it wasn't with my friends right like i'm going against the grain and like man i man i keep hard for y'all like and and you all add so much value to my life that it it's I, I, I recognize that as tremendous value. You know what I'm saying? And so to to, to echo what Omar was saying, um, you know, I'm I'm very thankful for all of you all's involvement. Um and I, I do not take it for granted because when I hear these stories and I read the comments on Shade Room, I realize, you know, people are fortunate if they got one friend and I have many. That, that I consider to be close To be very close And this is a weird song <laughs> weird. How are you just being weird But that's what I'm thankful for It's it's, it's family right It's family So I love y'all Perfect Was that your final thought too? No no it was not, it was not. Okay Well um, basically to Just conclude the um, Colin Kaepernick uh, uh, Conversation He fucked up Okay, if he get picked up, then that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But we ain't devoting any more time to this shit. Okay, it's not going to be another conversation. <laughs> they need you know to break up with each it. other. NFL and Kaepernick, just y'all are not that into each other. Would you say no, call it quits? Because call it, it ain't quits. that bad. <laughs> he is just not that into it ain't you. That bad. Casey, I right. think no. you just made a great point. It's like they're like two ex lovers. Fighting over who's going to get, the you know kid. what I mean? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And this is like, you're right. They probably should let just it let go. it go. Like, they both should just like That's let funny. it go. Even if he gets picked up, now does he kneel? Does he, you know, just all kind of bullshit? He's going to be on the bench. He's going to be on right. the bench. He's not even going right. to start. Mm. Mm. And it'd just be like a mercy hire. <laughs> right. It would be a quota hire. It's mm. a quota hire at this point. Like we gotta hire, or, or else we look bad. And and I don't think it's no a quota hire. Drama. I think that I think it had been reported that I accidentally read because I'm done with this shit. I accidentally read that there's a couple teams that are considering Colin. Which says two. I think there's two. Yeah, there's two. I don't think. And I don't pick think it's up. a mercy think... hire. I, but I'm good. Do they need them? 
that's a question. Isaac there's a couple, there's, there's five. There's about five or six teams that needed that. Isaac, you think there's teams? There's that, a couple that teams that needed that. There's definitely some teams that, that could can be, utilize them. Maybe. Yeah, he could be. He could be a good game changer for a couple. But fuck that. I'm good talking about his ass. I don't think it'll be a mercy hire. I think that they will be able to get a quality player out of him. But do I think that I'm on my Stephen Smith right now? Mm-hmm. Do I think that he will be a good? So you do like fit? you do like Stephen A. Smith's dance. I, I said that earlier. Yeah, I watch his shit. You I turned your face. You snarled at me, as Casey snarl. would say. But I do think that he would snarl. become a liability in a sense. Of, <laughs> Casey, I, your photo though. Casey, your photo though. I think that he would yeah. become Hello. a liability in a sense of hey. he hasn't learned shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like he hasn't learned shit. He doesn't understand. But maybe business, he has, a, and he doesn't understand. But maybe has he has a motive, and I think he's yeah. pushing it. What? Yeah. But, and you know, I don't care. He's working it. He's working it. Like I don't even care. What he wants to do is working. Yeah. yeah okay. Then he yeah. could do that shit from the crib. Like I, he could do that shit I from think home. Stephen A. Smith called it out, but I think what Colin is doing is working. I don't think it's he's working. perfectly fine with no, what he's doing because he wants to play. And he's I don't think he stuff. really wants to play. Mm. I don't. I just That's have this question. feeling because like I feel like re- remember what we said earlier. Like if you remember the example I gave, if you really wanted a job, you go in how they want you to go in there. If right. you do the opposite, you're taking a stance. Like think about what he did. God damn it. Tom Brady couldn't have pulled that shit off and, and did that and got the could fucking job. So it's not could a color not. thing at that point. Like could it has nothing to do with race. Tom Brady couldn't fucking dictate what the NFL should be doing. Michael goddamn Jordan couldn't dictate what the NBA should be doing. Could he not. wasn't even getting paid like he's supposed to when he was playing. Bars. You know what I mean? Like, and he's Michael Jordan, the greatest. He's the Bars. GOAT, the greatest athlete to ever live. And he couldn't dictate what the NBA should be doing. Bars. That's just that's just the way it is. Like, okay, And you a subpar QB. Subpar. Absolutely. You right diesel. Right. You're not the greatest, but you decent. You diesel. That's just the way I, it is. Come on for that final thought, because we fuck, fuck this shit. And but. you have to incorporate uh the, the what's his name? Uh the elder barge in there, your final thought. <laughs> it's an elder barge. What's the song I like? The song uh, 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 Rhythm of the Night. Yeah, you no, have we're to, not doing you that. have we're to incorporate Rhythm no, of the I'm Night. Not doing that. Because I'm not it's a great that. song. Or or you can incorporate uh Marvin Gaye, what's going on? Mm. You got right. to you got to do one though. I'll, one I'll, I'll see if I can find a way to incorporate Marvin Gaye. What's going on? Because rhythm mm-hmm. of the this night is so this random. Is totally weird. <laughs> it, oh, it's, it's incredibly random. It's the idea of all but of that's like, like, I, I love that you're tapping back in, right? Because oh, weren't you supposed to be gone, bitch? You like know, what the fuck? You which is hilarious, right? <laughs> right. She's still sliding <laughs> in, like. Eh. Don't you got to go get some person <laughs> to touch your knee? <laughs> you know, okay, bye. Okay, ain't bye. you supposed to be in a pumping elevator right now? You know, what right I'm saying? in a pumping elevator. But no, 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 no. So, Descending. so, so my my opinion. Um, which which it's it's wild, right? It's wild. So I'm I'm gonna start I'm gonna start with a post that I made shortly after the the news was breaking, right? And uh, I'm I'm actually reading verbatim, right? Because I, I decided to take a snarky stance, and so I said I have some exciting news to share. I have an interview scheduled with Google tomorrow. 
I didn't think it. I didn't think I would get it because they passed on my application a little while back. But a colleague of mine pulled some strings and they extended me an opportunity for an interview at their offices for my dream job. When I get up tomorrow, I'm going to email the hiring manager and tell her and her team to meet me at the Starbucks in High Park instead, though. I just feel more comfortable in that location and I don't trust that they aren't going to screw me over. Tell Larry and Sundar to stop running. I'm ready to work. Now, of course, you know, people on Facebook don't read posts and they don't understand context. So I got a bunch of congratulations and loves and people doing all this other stuff. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, my God. But a couple of people knew what it was that I was ultimately saying. Right. And, you know, I at that time, I looked at it a certain way. And that way was very much, I think, how we all look at it. And I think it was Casey that made a point that I really agree with that we're all in a space of leadership or aspiring leaders, right? And when you are in that space, you understand, especially, especially as a black person in America, We have never had a cakewalk. We've never had a cakewalk. And so what we've done up to this point is understand that when I see an opportunity, when I see a sliver, I'm going to fight my way into that position. We already know that being black in America means that we have to work three times as hard as our counterparts. Our counterparts is is getting it hard already. But we have to do three times the level of effort that they do. This is not a new narrative. There was never a golden era of America or a golden era of life where you don't have to work your black, white, Puerto Rican, Asian, whatever ass off in order to get what it is that you want. And so when I saw someone be extended an opportunity now, was that opportunity ideal? I will admit it was not. It was not ideal by any stretch of the imagination. But tell me. What opportunity have you ever been presented with that is the perfect ideal opportunity where you are not having to overcome some obstacle, where there wasn't something, some barrier that you had to figure out how to circumnavigate in order to take advantage of it? That's where the adage of I take lemons and I make lemonade comes from. Right. So to understand That while there are many talented people that would love an opportunity to not try out for one team, but all the teams, all the teams. And you're concerned that you can't have your film crew there. You cannot have your film crew. Let's think about this for a second. You got scouts that are there that's got their cell phones that's doing all that other stuff. You really you really are so concerned about the NFL that you think that they are going to take this footage, gerrymander it, and only show the passes that you missed. And you think that in this day and age with cell phones and media that we wouldn't be able to immediately look at that and then create a new case, even if you signed the waiver, that public opinion wouldn't be so demonstrative that their PR would be horrible. The NFL, I I then boycott the NFL because it'd be clear then if you really did an A, B plus A material, but they made you look like a D. At that point, I'd be like, fuck the NFL. You really think in 2019 that the game is rigged so much to that degree where all of these teams are showing up just for a charade and there ain't at least three teams that's seriously considering you, right? 
So when when to, for, for you to say that, that that's the reason why you're like, oh, no, I, I this is why I did that. I call foul. Right. And and, and, and Brittany used my word diva. That's a diva entitled mentality to me. And, and, and I'm going to tell you guys why I say this much, because the way my hunger is set up right now, I can't afford to do that. This some rich nigga shit. This some rich nigga shit. You got to have a certain amount of money to be able to walk into an interview and say, fuck you. You know, that's that's it, it takes money to be able to do that, because when you hungry, you will do anything. You'll crawl over coals. Right. Because I'm I'm hungry right now. So my hunger right now, my personal hunger as an African-American in uh, Chicago, Illinois, is not set up in a way where I have the 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 leverage or not even the leverage, but the but the. I just, I just, the, the ability to be able to forego an opportunity like that. And so I think that that was my knee jerk visceral response is really, bro. And then I know that Jay Z went and, and really twisted people's arms to give you this opportunity, right? Like he's been working behind the scenes. So I'm also like, man, like y'all got all of that, you know, y- you know, y'all was bitter before, but now we see the way that this thing is playing out and you, we really understand. Yeah, he did have a long-term plan and now it's coming to fruition and you're basically spitting in his face like so then i also looked at it like that like my boy gave me the hookup and i it's almost like um the movie uh step brothers right somebody got them an interview and they show up in tuxedos and start just shitting over the interviewer and and farting in the interview and like the dude want to hire you but you're doing everything in your in your being to not get the job because you really don't want to work because I know what hunger looks like. I know when you really want to work what it looks like. And I guarantee you that there's a lot of athletic, capable individuals that would literally give everything short of killing a mama to be able to have that opportunity that you passed on. Right. And so that personally affected me. Right. Now, I say all of that. But then let me pull things back because, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist. (laughs) And I said, all right, let's just say that this was a strategy move. I had to bend to accept this one. But I said, you know what? There may have been a way that he played this where this may have been a benefit. Right. Let's just say that he said to himself, hypothetically, "Okay, this is a dog and pony show. Most of these teams are just here to say that they came and they were supporting me, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I, ain't, I don't think that that's legitimate. I need to clear out all the suckers. I need, I, need, I need to beat the carpets to let all the snakes, you know, wither away to figure out who's really seriously considering me. So I'm going to do this thing and, and ask them to just be mildly inconvenienced if they really were here for the right reasons. And as it turns out, Eight teams did drive that extra hour and go to that high school facility and watched him play, watched him with his receivers. Right. He got an opportunity to do it on his own terms. Now, he didn't get an opportunity to do it, you know, in front of the 30, you know, scouts that were there to watch him. But he did get an opportunity to do it in front of eight. And out of those eight, as Brittany reported two reportedly may be interested And that to me is intriguing, right? Because maybe he did pull a very shrewd move. Maybe he is very appreciative of what Jay-Z did 
But he said, you know what, Jay-Z? I know what you did, but the NFL is trying to use this as a shit show. I'm I'm a double down on the shit show, but I'm going to do something that pulls the quality into the room so that we can have serious conversations, right? And maybe those two teams that are considering him right now are people that really need him. And he's like, listen, he's behind closed doors. I did that shit because I didn't think that the way that they were handling it was appreciative or, 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 or was just legitimate. And I wanted to know who was really here for me. And if that was the strategy move, then brother, listen, what they say, uh, Bishop to whatever, you know, checkmate. Like, I, and that's what we was talking about earlier. People are doing things right now that makes me question what's real and what's fake. Right. Are you really doing this thing because you think it's real? Or are you really doing this thing because you want the attention? Like, who knows? I don't know. And so I, this is one of those things where I'm like, I know what I would have done, but I can appreciate uh, when you made a move and you decided to take a risk that it may very well work. And so we'll see how that plays out. We'll see how it all plays out. You know, I think that one of the things that. I take from it, though, um, even as I watch how people are talking about this issue, and I think we touched on this a moment ago, that kind of frustrates me is, uh, and I do think that it's dangerous, is like I said, and I, I had to make a point to say that this is some rich nigga shit because I still firmly believe that the majority of us, right, meaning 90 plus percent of us, don't have the leverage to make that kind of move, right? And so while we're all in support of his stance, we have to ask ourselves, like, is pride and ego and vanity getting in the way of our progress? And I think that that's one of the points that Stephen A. Smith is making, right? Like, people, we've gotten in this new day and age, right, where, like, because we got social media and our voices can be heard, we are we are conflating that and we are thinking that that means progress. And it doesn't. It doesn't. Because what good does it mean to stand on your laurels if you cannot put food on the table? And that's the conversation that people don't want to have. You know, something that people will say on social media nowadays. Oh, I ain't. Oh, I ain't. I ain't my grandparents or whatever they say when they talk about racism and stuff to basically say, oh, we ain't our grandparents generation. Do you realize how how insulting that is? Do you realize how fucking ignorant and disrespectful that is of people that had to go through 10 times more worse scenarios than you did by getting called a nigger? Right. You you're so bothered by that. You're so inflamed by somebody using a word that you don't understand that they not only had to deal with it mentally. They had to deal with it emotionally, spiritually, and physically. They were being beaten. They were in chains, right? And they still understood what progress looked like. It don't always look the way that you want it to look. And sometimes you do got to fall on your sword. Sometimes you do have to understand, how am I going to benefit the community? I read these comments, and everybody's calling Stephen A. Smith a coon. I don't like, are you serious? Are you serious? But see, y'all the same people that Omar was just talking about that show up to the interview, not dressed a certain way, right? You show up a certain way and then you get mad when you don't get the job. And then it's because of the system. It's because of the white man. And you know what? Maybe it was right. But who do you think is suffering right now? 
you're the one that's suffering. So I said it earlier in this podcast, and this is real. And this is, this, is, this is something I firmly believe in. There are three types of people in this world. I've always felt this way. There are people that want to fight. There are people that want to be right. And there are people that want to win. People that want to fight, you know them. Those are the pundits on CNN. Those are the individuals that sit there and they just, they love the debate, you know, or, or they love the conflict, basically. They, they just love fighting people because that's just who they are. There are other individuals that want to be right. They will sit there and, and send you YouTube videos and, and they're not listening to your points. The whole thing that they're doing is trying to let you know that they're right because they think that there's some superiority in their rightness. And they're normally broke. They're normally poor, righteous teachers. Those are the dudes on the corner with the fucking speakers that's preaching to people as they walk around telling you you're going to hell. That's who they are, right? Because they just need to be right. Oh, I know that if you don't follow this doctrine, you're going to hell. And then there's people that's like, I want to win. I want to win, right? And sometimes winning don't look sexy. Sometimes winning means that maybe I do a move that looks a certain way. But really what I'm attempting to do is advance the nation. So while y'all calling Jay-Z a sellout, Maybe Jay-Z is actually playing a strategic move that actually benefits the culture. And it's the thing that we sometimes overlook, right? And so we have to be careful as a community. We have to remember that we are still 12.9% of the population. We don't have the leverage to make some of these moves that we're trying to do. They got to be incremental, right? And so don't get mad when someone is trying to tell you, hey, listen, if you want to get that job, if what you're telling me is that you want to work, don't do things that intentionally antagonizes the people who support and patronage you're asking for. How ridiculous does that sound? You're going into the interview and letting them know I'm going to disrupt your workforce. Now, I understand the importance of disruption. I understand the importance of disruption. I just need you to understand that if you choose to make that decision, then you also choose to potentially not make money or potentially not move the chains. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's, 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 this is such a complicated space, right? Because even as I said all of this, we also got shared an article recently that since Nike endorsed Colin Kaepernick's and they've been running this campaign they've profited 26 point something billion dollars I'm gonna say that again since Nike supported Colin Kaepernick in his campaign they've benefited 26 billion dollars which means that my man's is probably making a shit ton of money on the low don't nobody know how much money he's making he's about to release a shoe and we already know how much money his shoe is going to make. This nigga don't even need the NFL no more. So that's what's so awesome about this entire situation. As I'm saying all of this, I'm still recognizing he's probably still made certain moves that will ultimately end up benefiting him greater than if he was just a subpar quarterback in the NFL. So he's probably still winning and all of this shit is probably just one big ass charade that has us having a conversation and we all still going to our jobs, but they making millions while we arguing about whether or not you a coon or whether or not you should kneel or you should do that. Omar checked me last night on some real shit. And I, I'm, I'm st- I still got to meditate on this shit. But he was like, Ike, I know the type of person you are. 
You 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 want to create change. You you want to do this, and I, I love that about you. But Ike, you cannot make change if you don't have the resources. And those resources is money, is capital. You can't do shit if you don't have money. And that shit sounds harsh, but it's real. Because even these social services agencies and shit, they need money in order to run. They need money. So while we all sitting here in the shade room comments and calling Stephen A. Smith a coon and T.O. is saying this shit and that, everybody's talking shit because all of this stuff is important until you can't pay them bills and you can't eat and then the shit gets real and you put on the ski mask and you get it that way because you're gonna get it one way or another right and so we got to determine what side we we fall on right and 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 all of this fucking like 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 just all i'm saying is don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe right like yeah let's comment on this stuff but let's not be so immersed in it let's not be so absorbed that we forget about our own individual and collective progression and what it's going to take to get there because hey maybe kneeling works for you maybe conformity works for you but at the end of the day nobody is paying your bills with you right that bill that you got that's assigned to you, you got to pay that. You know what I'm saying? So we can all say, well, I ain't the type of oh, my guys on line. Be doing, I ain't the type of nigga. I, I got principles. You say that until all of a sudden your children can't eat. And I guarantee you all the morals that you thought you had. And Omar is totally trolling me right now. All those morals you thought you had go out the window when you have no food on the table. So make decisions wisely. Make your decisions wisely. I don't know who's right, who's wrong in this scenario. I just know how my hunger is set up right now. And I'm going after it. And uh, what was I supposed to be integrating, Omar? Uh, what's going on? I don't know what's going on. Marvin Gaye, what's going on? I don't on? know what's going or on. Or the Elder Bard's No, I'm saying, night. I think everything that I just basically said is I gave you my opinion while still openly admitting I don't know what's going on, but I know what's about to go on with us, and we about to get this fucking money, okay? So, that's my opinion, Brittany, and I stand by it. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, um, that was a great one. I wanted to say that um, I fucks with that response. So, thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, same spiel every week. You know what I'm saying? You can catch us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can catch the podcast sometimes specifically on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, um, Google Play, and of course, Spotify. Um, check our website, check uh, Facebook and Instagram for any upcoming events that we may have, any upcoming shows. I promise they're coming eventually, very soon. Maybe just hate mail Isaac. Um, he's pretty much the one that's in control of that, of the, of the live show. So if you feel like it's been too long, because I fucking agree, um, just hate mail Isaac, okay? Do not send a hate mail to the Tequila Tales Facebook and I open up, open it up and think it's personally addressed to me. So make sure you put Isaac and then say the ratchet shit that you want to say. If I get to it and I open up and I feel like you trying us, you know what I'm saying? And that's a different story. 
Cause then I get in my feelings Cause I'm too busy And then I just be all emotional But anyway Be awesome Be great Yeah We'll holler at you later Bye Sometimes I rhyme slow Sometimes I rhyme quick 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 Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick, 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 quick. Or sometimes I rhyme slower, sometimes I rhyme quick. I'm sweeter and thicker than a chico stick. Here's an ice cream cone, honey, take the lick. I'll go to Bay Plaza and catch a flick. Want my Timberland boots so I can stomp tits. Scandalous, get a whip for this miss. Just left the yard, boy, now I'm blessed. I feel good, per se, good state of mind. Drive a red sterling in the seats recline. I love it when a lady treats me kind. Go to tavern on the green, I have a glass of wine. She say, I heard it through the grapevine No static, got an automatic Too much of anything makes you an addict Teasing, skeezing, also pleasing Don't ask why I got my own reason Smooth beat, bread, nice, slick, nick, click Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick Quick, 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 quick. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick Quick, quick, quick or Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick Quick, quick, quick Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick I was on 125 in St. Nick, waiting on a cab, standing in the rain, under my heart, three clouds of pain. She got the best of me, what was her destiny? Maybe I should lick her with my 9mm. My mind is in a blur, cause you can never pay me to think this would occur. Me and this girl Jane Doe was living together, we were inseparable, no one could sever. At least that's what I thought, but later I fought with a substance, and almost ended up in Supreme Court. When I was on the road doing shows, getting ends, she was in my bins getting snippy with her friends. Smooth, you're starting to slip. Time went on, I started noticing weight loss. Then I had to ask her, was she riding a white horse? At first she said no. Then she said, yo, Smooth, I'm sorry, but I keep having visions of snow. I need blow. And I said, whoa, little hottie. I'm not DeLorean, Gabino, or Gotti. I don't deal coke. And furthermore, you're making me broke. I'll put you in a rehab and I won't tell your folks. And what do you know? At 18 months, she came home and I let her back in. And now she's sniffing again. Sometimes I rhyme slow, sometimes I rhyme quick.